They're trying to say that Pied Piper was created at Hooley, whereas I'm living proof that it was created here in my incubator. I nurtured Richard like a little baby. I was his patron, like uh, the Borgias with uh, Da Vinci. Actually, uh, the, the Medici were Da Vinci's patrons. The Borgia uh, poisoned people. Say Medici again. Medici. Shut the fuck up. So that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> And my pants are off. What's going on? I would totally be like a free-range flamingo master. Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages.com podcast. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Ooh, look, I switched the head around. Eat a dick. Jason Nye. Does Nick Fury look like a bitch? Then why are you trying to fuck him, Brad? And Jose Guzman. Don't tickle me. You won't like me if you tickle me. I'm going to blank you so blank down there, I'm just going to leave a mess when I'm yeah. done. <laughs> Check it out. Pee-pee in my mouth. So strap in and shut up. We've got a show to do. What's going on, everybody? It is Tuesday. June 9th, 2015 is episode number 106 of the Panels on Pages.com podcast, flagship title of your podcast network. You can find all those shows at pcn.panelsonpages.com. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Fuck! Good boy. Jose <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, Guzman. <laughs> Kelly Harris. <laughs> And uh, joining us after far too long, it's uh, Gavin of the Gavins. What's up, sir? Uh, according to Twitter, me and Mahoney are friends. Air horn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Oh, God. Mahoney character's all right. <laughs> very sore. Had a very strenuous class last night. Caught a knee across my shin real hard, so that's very lumpy and purple today. It's not a lot of fun. I'm very achy. Lumpy but, and purple sounds like my dick. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, more on lumpy dicks in a minute. Yeah, you sure we'll be putting that on blast like that? <laughs> oh, you're married. It don't matter. It you don't know. matter. You got that. You got the drippy dick. Terrible. <laughs> oh, what the fuck's going on, man? Okay, so all right. Um. Oh, hey, nice. I watched, uh, I think, maybe two episodes of Powers. <laughs> I definitely watched one episode of Powers. Might have been two. Not sure. It's all up for free now. I've been thinking about watching it myself. All of it? Is it all up for free? It's all I there? Keep, I keep seeing it uh, on the little prompt on my PlayStation. Oh, yeah. If you're a Plus member, yeah. Oh, if you're, oh fuck it then. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if you have a PlayStation, you kind of should be a Plus member. That's a fine service. Uh, I used to have it, but I didn't renew it out of spite because they didn't tell me that it was about to be up. That's stupid. It should tell you. You should get a yeah. notification about that. Yeah, exactly. Then like suddenly all those free games they gave me weren't working because I wasn't a Plus member anymore. Hmm. So it's, yeah, no. It's, you should get a heads been, up on that. That's terrible. Yeah. So I haven't had it for years now out of spite. <laughs> I'm That's really a- showing them. 
<laughs> just got those games on my hard drive just taking up space. Yeah. Hope they're fucking they're sweating it out right now. Sons of bitches. <laughs> You'll get God my forty nine dollars in a cold day in hell. Terrible. That's good times though. Uh, see, oh uh so yeah, so you know it's powers. You know, it's it's all right. It's kind of doing its thing. But man, a lot of shit that's better than that. <laughs> it's just, you know, there was a time not long ago where you could coast at like a seven. Yeah. You know? It's just, it, it, it wasn't that long ago where we, we, we were so fucking starred for like, you know, content, comic book content or whatever. 20th like, Century you know, Fox and their Marvel deal built an empire on coasting on sevens. No shit. No shit. And then, you know, and you get like the, the like the twelve people that watch Constantine are really upset that they can't watch Constantine anymore. <laughs> yeah. Of, like officially canceled. Like it's you not know, coming back ever again today was was news a news story I kept seeing. And you know, it's like that's all fine and well. Like and if you you know, the reason that show got canceled because nobody watched it. And the reason nobody watched it is because it wasn't very good. Just to say, it was not. It was not a solid show. But you know, have faith and you know, save heart, people that watched Constantine. There's eleven hundred other fucking shows based upon this shit. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> You're not starving for this shit anymore. Supernatural's still on, right? Yeah, I was yeah. about to say Supernatural's yeah. been on for like twenty years now, and that's the there same you go. shit. There's it's two the of them. Same it's, show. Yeah, it's, it's double the same show, and they're more charming. That's that's exactly like I was, I was watching like the first several episodes. I watched like two or three of Constantine. I'm like, this is just better when it's Sam and Dean. <laughs> yeah, it's basically the same fucking show. They even and have an angel pal on Supernatural, and he's better than Harold Perrineau. And Harold Perrineau is great. <laughs> and Supernatural is still going, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It's been yeah, on for like 20 years now, right? Yeah, it's older. It, the show's older than Kelly. Yeah. No bullshit. The season 10 finale was like last month. Jeez. Like, and I had this moment where I realized, oh my God. Like, I think maybe I maybe even said it in Nicole out loud. I'm like, I've been watching Supernatural for a third of my life. What fucking TV shows go 10 years these days? It's Z- a big deal. Zero of them. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean. I was 13 when that show started. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else it might be on that has gone that long. And I, I'm having a hard time, honestly. Like, I mean, I'm closest is probably Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Big Bang yeah, Theory. Your like, mother was up there for a while. Yeah, and there was some some Law and Orders. Is oh yeah, Law and Orders oh. is just perpetual. Yeah, that doesn't count. That's like counting Raw or the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Law and Order has a bra immunity. <laughs> <laughs> But I tell you, but Helen was good too this year, man. No, this was uh, the strongest season of Supernatural they've had in a long time. And they left on a motherfucker of a cliffhanger, as they are wont to do. Uh, let's see. Uh, caught up on the uh, new Telltale uh, Game of Thrones episode, the game. Um, well, did you get mad when you were done with it? I did not. I did not okay. get mad at the game nor the television show. <laughs> and... I gotta see. I, 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 they broke me down. I, I realized a little while ago that I actually like the Game of Thrones show now. Like they kind of, you know, once I whoa, I think I actively enjoy and look forward to it. Like once I sort of, you know, 
stop shitting on it for what it isn't and like yeah you know came to appreciate it for what it is maybe i have game of thrones stockholm syndrome (laughs) maybe maybe that's what it is what i I don't know what season is game of thrones on right now five or six what season did walking What? (laughs) what season did walking dead just finish five probably five i think so yeah. i'm telling you what lee four more seasons and you're gonna like powers you like game of thrones and walking dead in the same at the same fucking time you no shit. On them. and fuck i, I stopped like, watching those shows three years ago holy shit i think maybe, i think so god damn that's a long that's a lot longer than i thought but I gotta tell you too, like for as much as I am enjoying it this year, because the last couple, man, have been like, you know, one of my biggest beasts about it was that just shit didn't happen. Plenty of shit's been happening the winter, last couple of weeks. Winter finally came, right? Winter is winter's still coming, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's snowing. Yeah, you know, it's okay. it's haven't officially called a winter yet. But shit's Watch. getting real, man. They had like crazy ass like zombie undead fight in the last episode. And like giant arena fight in this episode, and bitch flew off on a fucking dragon. It was amazing. Like it was, it was both last week and this week, and the show in general, I guess. But these past two especially have been like movie quality in their presentation, scope, and effects. Like it's it's fucking spectacular. Which it always looks good, but Jesus. But you know, all that said, I'll be glad when it's over because it's a fucking drag. Every Monday, watch people bitch about what happened on Game of Thrones. Not because, like, oh, man, did you see, like, but, like, you know, how fucking dare they? It's like, mother, it's Game of Thrones. Like, you know, spoilers or whatever, but they set a kid on fire this week. Which, nice. you know, that ain't no bullshit. Setting kids Pe- on fire, not something you want to do in polite company. Peaks but, my like, interest. But they set two kids on fire a couple years ago. And nobody gave a shit. Maybe because they were boys. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but they they killed two kids and like displayed their burnout corpses for their entire hometown to see. And people are like, oh, good show, Game of Thrones. And this week they're like, did you see that they burned a child? It's like, where the fuck were you at, man? It's very weird. Well, weird. see, the difference is now people realized, hey, if we complain about this show, people will go to our websites. <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> And all of a sudden, uh, your fucking uh, your, your Google AdSense does this. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong either. You, you getting that crack. made me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no joke. That was the uh, hit of the weekend. Friday night in the hotel room, just turned on the TV, and uh, some fucking grand epic opening credits sequence was on. I was like. Holy shit, is this that Game of Thrones everybody's talking about? And uh, <laughs> while Jose napped on the top bunk, me and Tito watched it for about a minute and a half. And he's like, yeah, you see this white bitch? She, she's been going around gathering up all these brown chicks to be her fucking slave army. I was like, oh, sweet. Change the channel. <laughs> yeah, that's not something you can hop into, man. I can't imagine like coming in just watching an episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I took a break between seasons and I forgot who everyone is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was talking to Goat about it this week, and it's like I've never watched a show other than this where I actively don't know most of the characters' names. 
because one, there are fucking 50 characters, and two, none of them are named Fred. <laughs> <laughs> they all have weird, fucked up names that you don't, you know, nobody's named that, you know? Nobody's so like, like T Bone. Right, yeah. So, so this fucking, okay, we got this old dude. I'm going to say, yeah, I know King Stannis. Okay, so King Stannis, I know. It took me a couple of seasons, but I learned Stannis. I don't know what his fucking night guy's name is, and he's been there since basically the beginning. Waldorf. Stannis and Waldorf, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, he's not going to be happy when he comes to him and find out they burn that girl alive. He's going to be real upset about that. Game of Thrones is, for me, like how reading Transformers or Legion of Superheroes comics are. I don't remember any of their names, but I know that one robot guy that looks like an ambulance is the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) What, the one in Legion of Superheroes? (laughs) There's one that looks like Wolverine, and his name is Timberwolf. (laughs) I think. (laughs) And then this afternoon, I was on my way to pick up the, the baby and the dog, and I fucking got pulled over. And I was flabbergasted as to how or why, because, you know, I was in the middle of town. I was going like 24 miles an hour. Like, you know, it was a busy test. Like, I know sure shit when speeding. And this motherfucker pulled me over for not wearing my seatbelt. As like the one and only sole reason he pulled me over. And I was flabbergasted. That's a big fucking thing now, man. Like, I've been seeing like click it or ticket. Easy ticket. I've been yeah, seeing click it, or click it or ticket ads like in YouTube videos, not like before or after YouTube videos. Like the the YouTubers are actually doing paid reads for click it or ticket. Yeah, but as a grown ass <laughs> adult, I don't want to wear my seatbelt. Yeah, but that they that's an easy way to get fucking seventy five bucks off you. Well, here's the thing about that. He <laughs> <laughs> comes back. And, you know, he's like, license, trade proof of insurance, all that shit. So I gave him a license and my registration. I had the stack of insurance cards, but couldn't find the most current one. And so it was like, well, see if we can find it on your phone or whatever. So he goes away. While he's gone, I find the current one. So he comes over. And he's like, okay, so I'm going to write on here that you found your insurance card after the ticket. So don't have to worry about that. So he'd written me a ticket also for not having my insurance, is what who's, that tells me. He, who's he breathing into their microphone? <laughs> Who is mouth breathing into the microphone? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You don't have to admit to it. Just stop it. Yeah. So I I dug that. He writes it out, whatever. So so it's obviously just, you know, they're using the seatbelt as a means to get pop people and other shit, obviously, you know. But so uh, that that runs through my mind right away, and that kind of annoys me. And then the, he says to me, he says, well, you know, so I, you know, I, uh, I police several different counties, the sheriff deputy, whatever. He says, uh, I'm pretty sure the fine uh, in Bedford County is $10. And so I'm like, you fucking stole 20 minutes of my life. Stop me, delayed me from my destination for $10. I almost laughed, but figured it probably wouldn't be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, you know, Lee's skyping his one prison call. He's like, guys, I'm gonna use my prison call. Boop, boop, oh shit! Boop, boop, boop. Speaking of, he calls so Frederick. <laughs> I blocked the phone number from the Kenosha County pretrial facility a couple weeks ago because that poor fucker kept calling me, thinking I was Frederick. <laughs> Those of you just joining us that missed a couple episodes ago, I started getting collect calls from a jail in Kenosha County, Wisconsin. 
from a guy who thinks I'm Frederick who really needs some help. But since I'm not going to accept the charges, he just he keeps spitting out like parts of a message in the window we're supposed to say your name. So it's like, I have a call from an inmate at a Kenosha County pretrial facility. Do you accept the charges from, hey, Freddie, please, God, I need some help. Plus one <laughs> to say yes. <laughs> this has been going on for weeks. So I, I eventually blocked the number. So while my phone will not ring when he calls anymore, I will still get voicemails. <laughs> so I got like three pleading voicemails back to back the other day. And he was just spouting off like a website. He was like, please, just pay.wi.gov. Like, please. <laughs> like, Frederick, please. Like, he's begging. Jose. You're fucking doing me in the button here. Jose, you're the mouth breather. Move your uh-huh. mic. Move the I'm mic the away from breather. your I'm nose. I'm breathing. <laughs> I haven't breathed in three days. <laughs> I'm not breathing through my fucking mouth. No, <laughs> it's through eat. your nose. I call bullshit. But the mic's Who's picking it up. Bro. The blue thing around your name keeps lighting up whenever the breathing happens. Yeah, then we call you out on it. <laughs> the horse on the bubble. I don't hear it. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Listen, wait. Listen, you can hear it. Hold on. <laughs> now stop it. I call bullshit. So, so it's that on two levels. One, the fact that this guy is still in jail and can't get Frederick's help. And two, he doesn't know anyone's number but Frederick's. And he doesn't even know Frederick. Yeah, he he realizes that Frederick is such a piece of shit that he has to keep pleading to the guy. Like, he hasn't answered him once, and it's just like, well, that's Frederick. <laughs> <laughs> Better keep trying. Says, I'm gonna call Ben. Or I'm gonna call my brother. Or my, nope. He's just like, nope. I just gotta keep trying, Frederick. Maybe I'll crack his stone facade. <laughs> Have you saved any of these voicemails? Can you play them now? I can't, but I will save the next one. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lee, have you ever thought? Because you had to enter your credit card to talk to him, right? Right. Yeah. Why don't you get like one of those cheap, like uh, prepaid? ones that you can get at like Walgreens and stuff for like 15 bucks. That's a lot of effort for a bit, Kelly. <laughs> but don't you want to explain to him like, hey, I'm not Frederick, but tell me your story. <laughs> I want to know what's going on. Now, wait, hold on a second. Online. I got to hit record. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I got a podcast. Do you want to be on the podcast? It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. You're on the air. It's cool. Whatever. <laughs> This is Kelly and Nice. <laughs> oh god! So, so that guy's experience with the cops, and my experience with the cop today, was nowhere near as fucking rad as my experience with the cops last night, when I sat down by my goddamn self on a Monday and watched Wolf Cop. Fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> Wolf Cop kids is the fucking jam, you guys. It is so fucking rad. Wolf Cop is the story of. Lou Daru, small town cop, alcoholic as fuck, who gets involuntarily turned into a werewolf the night before his town is going to have the annual drink and shoot festival. <laughs> the drink and shoot festival is when the, the hunters get sauced up and go out hunting a fucking snipe. It's a drunken snipe hunt, which is a terrible idea. 
it's fucking awesome. Like it has no bullshit. Some of the best werewolf transformations I've seen in a movie. Yeah, like, it's really great. <laughs> like really, really good. They are brutal the, as fuck. The wolf suit is cool, and the first transformation, uh, the sequence begins at his dick, which yes. is something <laughs> you've never seen before. He's you know he stumbles downstairs to the bar and he's, he's pissing in this journal and it turns into blood, and you know you see his face he flips out and then it cuts down to his dick, which starts to which is still spouting blood. But then swells, grows, and like a fucking hairy thing shoots out of a sheath of his dick. Oh. And then, it, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then it's fucking he, like, on after that. all of his skin when he becomes a werewolf. Yeah, it's one of those, you know, there's many kinds of werewolves, I guess. We're like, you know, but as, as opposed to the hair coming out of his skin, he just sheds his human skin. And out comes the wolf cop. And the wolf cop is awesome. And once he kind of, you know, embraces his wolf copness. He fucking takes a squad car into like a body shop after hours and like makes a wolf cop mobile and just goes on a fucking alcohol fueled crime fighting binge through town wherein he gets to fight a gang of crooks wearing pig masks. And it's every bit as amazing as you expect it to be. <laughs> I, I love the as a werewolf sex scene. That yes. happens. Because there is an amazing ass of werewolf sex scene. And that was exactly the time Nicole decided, Nicole decided to come out for a drink. <laughs> of course. Of course. In case you're wondering, the musical bed for said werewolf sex scene is a song called Moonlight Desires. <laughs> because of course it is. Amazing, you guys. So Wolf Cop was on Netflix. And it's, an, it's a, a brisk hour and 18 minutes. No point does it run the risk of overstaying its welcome, and I highly recommend it. I still yep, need to I'm... get on some of that Kung Fury action. Yeah, yeah you... you do. Oh man, I'll, <laughs> like, yeah, you were busy last week, special edition. I'll, uh, I'll let that. I'll let it slide this week. I'm busy. But man, yeah, and I, I discovered also uh, really hard when you've got headphones on, you're walking in the hallway, and True Survivor's playing. It's really hard not to walk in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Practically impossible. But yeah. Kung Fury, Wolf Cop. Everybody need to get on that shit. That's a double feature right that there. That is a hellacious double feature. That's a that's a fun day at the movies is what that is. I'm really considering donating to the Indiegogo for Wolf Cop 2. Shit, the end of the movie on Netflix it says Wolf Cop 2 coming in 2015. Yep. They better hurry. They put that shit on Front Street. <laughs> it's oh, June. Months, they're good. Fantastic. So what you got going on, Kelly? What's happening? Uh, not much. I, Prior to being on the podcast, I uh, watched a little bit of Crisley Knows Best. Oh, man. See, if... I don't understand. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't subscribe to a lot of reality TV shows. Oh, I don't either. So, <laughs> But let me tell you something. I watched Crisley catfish his own son. <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> His son was going to go on multiple dates on Valentine's Day, and Crisley th- said, no, 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 that's uh-uh. not going to happen. Not my son. Boy, I'm going to te- teach my boy Chase a lesson. So what he did was he set up a fake account on a... Or wait, no. He used his daughter's one of his daughter's friend's accounts on like Twitter or something and started DMing with his son. 
And at one point, the conversation starts going to Crisley telling his son, you'd look cute with a mustache. <laughs> so his son says, oh, yeah, I'll grow a mustache. And then yeah, I can give you a mustache ride. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Crisley. <laughs> and Chris, they just show Crisley look at the phone and goes, oh, God, my son's a little pervert. <laughs> Jesus. It really that show should win all of the Emmys <laughs> in every category. Everything that's a, wrong. We are in a golden age of television. <laughs> I love it. Uh, On the same episode, his mom opened an Airbnb in her house, so she just has strange men going through her house now. It's a what? An Airbnb? What the fuck's an Airbnb? It's it, like a bed and breakfast yeah. thing where it. I think Airbnb is a website where. Oh, okay. Sign up. Yeah, and kind of like a, like a like nationwide, a, like a Priceline, something like that, but for bed and breakfast. Okay. Yeah. Uber for homes. Uber for homes. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, actually, that's. <laughs> you got that uh, that sleep Uber. So, <laughs> do we really think that was the wife's idea, or was it Chrisley's idea? Well, it's they have a bunch it's, of strange men. No, no, no. It's Chrisley's mo- elderly Chrisley's mother. Mom. In her own no. house. Yeah. Yeah, because they're all going to go over there for Valentine's Day because Crisley's dad died and he doesn't want her to be alone on Valentine's Day. So he goes to the house and there's just this strange man in their kitchen. <laughs> Mama, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to jump on the Crisley Knows Best train if seriously, you haven't yet. Seriously, you must uh, not yeah, have I been can't. born yet. <laughs> you I must have heard of it before right now. You must not have been born yet because you haven't lived... If you haven't watched Kelly live tweet an episode of Crisley. <laughs> That's the only reason I know about it is because of you two fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Crisley knows best is what me and Kelly like bonded over. <laughs> like one of the the main things we bonded over and formed our uh, relationship is was over Crisley. Because he knows best, you guys. It, it- he does know best, and it, it was on right after Raw, yes. which to this day it makes no sense to me. Oh, it makes sense because you got two motherfuckers who watch wrestling who still watch Grizzly. <laughs> you know, that's true, yeah. They <laughs> they did exactly what they wanted to do. Well, then it sounds like I've got the perfect two people to explain to me what the fuck this is, aside from a man that knows me- best. They're, they're the new Which Kardashian. I call bullshit on because he's not Big Jim. <laughs> Yeah, oh, if, all you need to know is they're the new Kardashians. If Crisley uh, could time travel, oh, honey child. <laughs> oh, man. I, I don't really know what Crisley does. I think part of it is real estate, and then the other is so, yeah. he's into fashion. But they're, they're a rich-ass Atlanta family, and he is clearly ten shades of gay. <laughs> but they won't he's admit the it. southern of the dandies. Yes. All right, this does sound interesting to me. Yeah, it's pretty great. And he is a very proper southern woman. <laughs> yeah. The very dandiest of dandy. So it's just a modern take on designer women. Sure. <laughs> With a dude who loves catfishing his son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who I'm still not convinced is his son. No, his... no, that's his son. That's mm. absolutely his son. Yeah, that, those, those two are absolutely father and son. But the funny thing is, when he set up for the catfish like meeting, he sent his daughter in a wig because he didn't want people to think he was having an affair with someone. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Jesus Christ, Chris Lee. It's terrible. <laughs> more, it's uh, Gavin. It's less designing women and more like the Osbournes. If yes, Ozzy just dandy. if Ozzy just loved to suck penis. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite uh, quote from this week was Crisley telling his wife that, oh, we don't need to make t- to leave the house to make this day exotic. <laughs> yeah, whenever they're getting romantic with each other, I'm like, you guys are hilarious. <laughs> yeah, they, Crisley makes shit. himself watch it. Crisley makes himself out to be this huge poon hound, and it comes up just so <laughs> fake. It's like, girl... <laughs> Girl, I'm going to get up inside that booty hole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to spread apart them lips and wear them as a hat. Watch me. (laughs) Baby, I'm so hot for you, I'm going to bring another man into the bedroom and let him rail me from behind. Not gay or nothing, just show you how much I love you. (laughs) I love you this much. Christ Almighty. <laughs> What's you got going on, Gavin? Well, Lee, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> who here has kids or there, who themselves has been a kid at one point? I'm joking. I know you've all been kids. And when you're a kid, you know what this time of year means. Summer vacation. Yeah. Now, if you've, if you've seen my neighborhood, which, Lee, I know you have. You called it the Detroit of the Midwest. A little bit. <laughs> That means I've got more kids trying to sell me drugs. <laughs> what kind? I'll get to that. Don't interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't interrupt, son. Yeah, that's a neighborhood where I can imagine a kid trying to sell me some drugs. Fair enough. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I like to give back to the community. <laughs> and I haven't heard nothing about Scared Straight in some time. So I've enacted the Gavin Scared Straight <laughs> in your streets program. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> now, what I'm going to do right now is a volunteer. I'm Kelly, I'm picking you because you're young. You're about the kid's age. Yep. You're 15 yeah. now. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen a movie or a TV show or maybe in real life a young man or woman, for that matter, try to sell somebody else drugs. And if you would so indulge me right now, pretend you are a young kid on the street trying to sell me a bag of weed. Okay. Excuse me, sir. Would you like to buy these drugs? Yeah, what kind you got? Um, green stuff. That's it. There's blue stuff too. You just got, you just got weed. You got any DMT? <laughs> yes, I. You can got any shrooms? <laughs> kid, you got any acid for me? I don't want no goddamn weed. I had some little kid. You don't come at me unless you got some real drugs. You understand me? Now get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Seeing a cop or seeing it on TV, that's not gonna that's not gonna make the kid realize the trouble that he could be in. But when he's in his neighborhood and he's got some kid, he's got some guy that looks like he's about a bad month away from being Trevor from Grand Theft Auto Five yelling at him. He's gonna turn his life around. I've made bad life choices. <laughs> You're helping the kids. I like it. I try. You know, Gavin gives back. What do? What was the first drug you listed off? 
DMT. What the fuck Dimethyl is D- that? <laughs> Dimethyltryptamine. What That's right. That? Yeah. What does it do? It's it's the drug your brain releases when you're dreaming. I would fucking love to get my hands on some dimethyltryptamine. <laughs> <laughs> what the? What, where, is there like a street name for it? Is that Molly? DMT. No, DMT, Molly, yeah. Molly is like five different drugs just I, rolled into it's one. It's in basically everything. Like, I mean, it's, 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 it's one of the kind of fundamental building block chemicals of the fucking world. But, you know, when taken in large quantities, it fucking, you know, unlocks and creates shit in the brain. And people say they're like, you know, go and see other dimensions and shit. Like, it's You're going on a fucking spirit quest. You take that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, there's a lot of podcasts lately with people talking about it. And I'm like, I'm not a drug guy at all. But, like, I would fucking love to do that. If, if Lee's <laughs> in, I'm in. I was going to say, is it Joe Rogan? Yeah, I, I heard that one. I have that Pete one. And, like, there's a few guys I've been talking about lately on different shows, and it sounds amazing. Yeah, I heard it from Dr. Bones. So. <laughs> I think I smell a new Pop Goes the Fourth. <laughs> Pop Goes our brains. Yeah. Oh, it'll, it'll blow your mind, reassemble it, then it'll fucking blow it again. I like blowjobs. It'll blow it like <laughs> it's uh, the guy that knows best. I forgot his name already. Grizzly. <laughs> Blow you like you're Todd Crisley and you're a sexy man. <laughs> and he's ready for a mustache ride. Yep. <laughs> Anything else, Gavin, besides you know, changing lives, changing the neighborhood one kid at a time? Well, to kind of go for a pre-show chat, I can tell you guys a story about almost pooping myself. Hey, sure. all right. All right, last, I think uh, about a week and a half ago, it was my friend's birthday. So I went out with him to a karaoke night at a bar. And I drank way more than I intended and did not eat nearly as much as I should to counteract it. And so the next day, I was hungover, hungover as I could be. I haven't been this hungover in years. I couldn't stand without throwing up. And I just laid and sweat, and that was it. So I didn't eat anything for most of that day. And the next day, I had a migraine. I didn't eat for most of that day. Just, you know, like... um. White person penicillin, which is cheese crackers and Gatorade and Seven Up. <laughs> but late Saturday night, I'm feeling better, but nothing's open except for the rallies. That's around the street, around the corner from me. So I go over there, get me a couple burgers, get me a milkshake. I'm feeling good. So that's Sunday. I get up, I go, and I sell plasma because that's my part time job. <laughs> I'm on my way back. I'm on my way back to the house, and I feel bubbling in my guts, and it's a bad bubbling. And I'm like, "All right, all right, I can do this. I can do this. It ain't that far." And I'm going. I get another 20 feet, and I go, "Yeah, I'm not doing this. This is not going to happen." <laughs> now, luckily, being the fine, upstanding neighborhood that I live in, uh, there's abandoned houses around. <laughs> <laughs> so I run down the side of one that has a lot of overgrowth. Just kind of throw my shit down around my knees. And throw my back up against the side of the house and just <laughs> shotgun a shit out. So that's how you get ticks on your butthole, Gavin. <laughs> well, it was, the overgrowth wasn't that bad. Okay, okay, okay. It was enough to um, to shield me. Yeah, yeah. Enough to camouflage me. So I just shotgun it immediately. I've never pooped so fast in my life. I feel like it's all gone. I'm done. So, I, and, But my problem is I don't have any good leaves around there. It's all... Um, it's all like kind of fern stuff, so like long, thin leaves. Always bring which, a towel. <laughs> that's just, 
<laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll just go home and deal with this. So I start off, I get moving again, and like two minutes later, I'm like, oh, round two. <laughs> Luckily, there's a hospital nearby. So I just shoot <laughs> over, go in their emergency room, go straight into their pooper. <laughs> you watch it because it's an like, emergency. Like a third grader, you said, I have an emergency. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. I just walked in and went right to the pooper. It said, try to stop me, motherfuckers. Oh, I did I'd uh, there'd have been words, uh, mainly one word being shit. <laughs> shit and splat. So, <laughs> so I get in there, I'm finishing up, and I realize, well, from the first one where I didn't have leaves, my underwear is kind of ruined now. I don't want to walk home with all that. So I just, I rip them off, <laughs> throw them in the, t- throw like them in the trash can. Hulkamania to your fucking undies? <laughs> yeah, I just hulked out of them. <laughs> I hulked out of my underwear, threw them stained up bitches in the trash can, and went on home and took a nice long shower. <laughs> now, the real bitch of that is, um, I've got this app on my phone that, like, when you go poop, when you poop somewhere, you hit a button and it puts a little pin down. It's, called, it's just called Places I've Pooped. <laughs> so it keeps track of what you do. And in the heat of the moment, I didn't think to check in on those. And I don't like lying on it, so I don't want to just go back and say, you know, just like, I don't want to like do it like a few days later, oh, I pooped here. If it's not, if I don't remember in the moment, I don't do it. So I'm kind of <laughs> bummed out about that. Oh, that, is a, that is an extra step in the process. I would not need in my like life. That day was the day meant for that app. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so I know, they, right? They timestamp that shit, too, but like, hey... Remember yeah, this? It's, it's completely timestamped. You can leave a little note with it. It's all GPS based, so it'll pinpoint it down. Like maybe no, you could review the bathroom. Not. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it totally does that. You can leave like star reviews. You can start. You can review it all you want. <laughs> Places I've pooped. Check it out. Starfish. Like there's a missed opportunity there for all of us. Well, at least you didn't like. Plug the toilet and then throw up on top of your puke. Well, <laughs> yeah. top of your poop. My only question is, what songs did you sing at karaoke? Oh, uh, let me see. Well, I wouldn't say I sang anything. <laughs> Scream yelled. Kinda. There was nobody there. There was like I don't know, was four or five of us there, so I didn't give a shit. I'd um, I know I did. Let's see, I had a jumper, a third eye blind. Huh. Good pull. Good pull. Um, Isn't that you and uh, Dr. Bones' song? Oh, uh, that's that's me and Bones' jam. Because Bones, <laughs> Bones always has some random shit. He'll just start like reciting to me. Like last week, we're on our way to um, a VA hospital to start work, to work. Like I hop in the work truck, and he just starts reciting Hank Williams Jr. lyrics to me. <laughs> and I'm like, where the why? Where the fuck did this all come from, Bones? He goes, I don't know. I just woke up and it was in my head today. <laughs> yeah, Jumper is a that's a favorite go to for me. Other than that, I don't remember. Solid I don't choice. Damn What's going on with you guys, Nice? Well, uh, we went to New York, New York this past weekend. Oh, that's right. That is right. As we have alluded to. Uh, nice. I've seen pictures. Who hurt you? Okay. He ran into the door. 
<laughs> I fell down some stairs. Fell. Tell me fell. Yeah, I was I was at the top of some stairs and I wasn't paying attention and I tripped on the first stair and then all of a sudden <laughs> all the way down. All the way down. <laughs> no, the story with the bruises are uh the uh Special Edition was at the pier instead of at the Javits Center this year. And we had set up to go on a New York water taxi ride because uh, it's romantic. And we could also get some video over on the water taxi. It takes you around the bay. So we walked from the pier to the water taxi, and we had to get there in time to hit the 4 o'clock launch of the water taxi, or, or else we would have had to wait 45 minutes. We tried catching a cab. It was impossible catching a cab in front of the pier. So we fucking walked our happy asses. And at one point, we're getting close to, uh, you know, the piers where the water taxis are. We run out of sidewalk, and there's this this fence, one of those guardrail fences, like you would see in a um, a, a queue line for a, a an amusement park. You know, not, okay. not like chain link or anything, but, you know, a sturdy steel fence. Okay. Okay. So... We've got to hop this fence. So I go to hop it. And, you know, being my graceful self, I wanted to get over this thing as much as possible because there was a whole traffic light of stopped New York traffic right behind me. And I want to, I want as few people to see me jumping this fence as possible. And uh, I uh, overshot it a little bit. And uh, the dismount, there was, there was a little too much momentum in the dismount. And I fucking landed hard. But, luckily, oh. Jose was walking ahead of me, and he missed it entirely. Oh, <laughs> so, I didn't even know it happened. Didn't even know it happened. I, I fell, but I was up in a, in a second. I'm sure somebody in one of those cars at that stoplight had their phone out. They, knew, they probably knew <laughs> it was going to happen. So, if you search on YouTube... From the past week, uh, fat guy falls over fence. <laughs> you, you know, link me <laughs> if you see that. Yes, yeah, you know that's one of those things where you gotta, you gotta know, you gotta know you can make that happen. That's it's it's, it's tough to well, be able to tell. It wasn't it, it it wasn't a difficult fence to maneuver. It was just I overshot it. And the, oh yeah, no, I feel you. I did the, the same thing at the park not long ago. The the potential energy behind me, you know, I went asshole over elbows, and and I really felt it on my knee. And all weekend, my knee hurt. It was swollen. I had this bruise. And then a Sunday night after we get back into town, I'm at Jose's house, and I've got like my hands behind my back. And Jose goes, "Holy shit, you've got a huge fucking strawberry on your elbow." Oh, no. But this thing doesn't even hurt. But it's huge. It's And it's pink as fuck. No, it's fucking black and blue now. It was was pink that night. It's the size of an avocado. It's bigger than my tattoo, and it's right next to it. Jesus, dude. Well, the most recent uh, video I'm finding for Fat Guy Falls Over Fence is from a month ago. Yeah, I saw it. I looked that up, too. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll see if it makes any sort of vine compilations or anything like that. Did you hear anyone yell "World Star" when it happened? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately. 
So yeah, that's that's my story about falling down. Uh, I mean, what other good stories did we have from that weekend besides JetBlue trying to fuck us in the ass for a hundred bucks because our tripod case was two inches over the the limit oh, of oh, car- oh. carry on or uh, checked baggage? Um, went to fucking Justin Timberlake's. Oh restaurant. yeah, the the Reed Pop folks took me and Jose and Tito out to dinner at Justin Timberlake's restaurant, Southern Hospitality, and it was amazing. I had chicken and waffles that were, as I said that night, the truth. <laughs> Fucking delicious. We had some candied bacon up in that bitch. Oh, candied bacon, some motherfuckers. Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. Yeah, oh. those were good, too. Oh. It, was, it was bomb. It was bomb. I suggest, if you get a chance... Go to New York City and get someone to buy you dinner there. <laughs> because that chicken and waffles was 20 bucks. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Hey, Kelly. Kelly, yeah. want to go to New York? I guess. Cool. I'll, I'll, play for the, I'll pay for the plane. You pay for the food. That, that deal. Hey, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, I'll, do, I'll take that. Just, just make sure your checked luggage is under the limit. Nah, I'll just, I won't take anything. <laughs> Bring some extra underwear, just in nah, case. Nah, nah. If it goes bad, I just rip it off. I just hulk out of it and throw it away. Yeah, but you need extra. No, don't. <laughs> he says that's what commandos for. No, don't. <laughs> you turn it inside out once, and then there you go. I go inside. I go front. I go back. I go inside out. Then I go front and back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Friday night. Uh, you know we. We weren't uh, weren't really looking to go out that night or stay out too late, but so- somehow we ended up in the bar with Mike Negan, our Negan, and we we closed that fucker down until like two in the morning, which was a bad a bad decision on all of our parts. I finished, hey, motherfuckers. I was already asleep. I know they dragged me out of bed for once. Yeah, usually I'm the one that's like I don't want to go anywhere. But Tito wanted some pizza, so we went and got some pizza, and then we ended up having, like, three beers apiece, and Tito uh, got, like, 90 songs on the jukebox. <laughs> and we couldn't leave until all of his songs played. God damn it. <laughs> uh, uh, besides, uh, the, the Reed Pop staff all have an app on their phone that I, I think it's called Hamhorn. But it's oh, just, that app's the best. It's just an app that you open up and and you got a fucking air horn at your disposal whenever you want. So everything that's, that's the air horn I used on the radio show. Everything was punctuated with air horns. And uh, Photo Dave, the Reed Pop photo guy, got this uh, linked on his Facebook. This was the other favorite thing from the weekend. I will link it in the chat right now. Shared it on the Eleventh Hour Facebook page. Uh, it is. Oh, uh, we'll 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 play it on the air right here. How about that? It, it's ha- it's how I open the show today, my little intro bit. But it's a, a little husky dog, and uh, the owner says, "Come over here, come over here," and then tells it to speak. And here here's what happens. Remy, sit. Speak. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> And every time we laugh our asses off, because it's just this little, tiny, cute husky dog just going, fuck! (laughs) Uh, 
Uh, That's pretty good. Some cool shit over the weekend. I, we got to do some cool interviews. Like uh, some of the coolest people we talked to were Bendis was cool. Uh, Bendis was a fuck. He he raw dogged it all day, all night. What? Didn't leave until everybody got <laughs> signed. Well, you know, raw dogged. He went to a it. very different convention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was there, and I'm like, where are you going with this? What is Bendis raw dogging? <laughs> David Mack was fucking cool. Uh, yeah. Offered us all free Fight Club 2 prints, but he packed up before we were able to get to him. So we'll find his ass. He told this cool story about how uh, one of his fans, you know, uh, was like 350 pounds, comes up to him at a convention, and is like, so, you know, what do you do when you get overwhelmed with... This guy was like a... He, he an aspiring comic artist or creator or whatever says what do you do when you get overwhelmed and david mack told him i just i do push-ups until i can't do push-ups anymore and everything just kind of mellows out and the dude came back and said he had lost something like 100 pounds and if you've ever seen david mack you can believe that he does push-ups until he can't do push-ups anymore yes and that's not jacked. like four yeah, him and Greg Capullo tag teaming. Uh, <laughs> better watch your back. Uh, we I don't know who that is, but I challenge them to me and Dave. Who else was cool, yeah. Jose? You could do that. Uh, That's cool. What was dude's name? Um, two last names. Two toe. Asian dude. Yeah, he was fucking cool. He was good. Um, Valentine. Uh, Marcus Marcus Toe. Marcus Toe. Is that it? Was very yeah. cool. Uh, the dude who Canadian. Does, Canadian, yes. The dude that does the art for Bitch Planet. Uh, Valentine something. Black. Also Canadian. Also Canadian. Very cool. Uh, got some really great answers from people. Uh, and went fucking diverse with it. Because we, we started doing interviews. And then we realized we had nothing but white dudes. So like let's let's fucking diverse diversify our bonds, motherfuckers. And that's that's a good show to do it too, man, because everybody's there. Oh yeah, and it was about as diverse as diverse gets. But it also like Greg Pak was really cool, <clears throat> uh, but interviewed, uh, shit, bunch of chicks, man. Feminism hashtag it. It was good. Uh, working on getting that recap done after the podcast tonight, so let's keep this one short. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. Anything uh, else you want to throw in there, Jose? Uh, we m- narrowly missed our fucking plane coming back. Yeah, traffic, Ooh. man. It took us two, two hours, hours. Two hours. In the cab, which I time-traveled through most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. A a thirty five minute drive can turn into two hours in New York City mm. at the drop Real of quick. a hat. Yeah, I don't miss any of that nonsense. We got there, we got to the gate, sat down. Three minutes later, they're fucking calling to board the plane. We're like, "Is that us?" Holy <laughs> shit! Hey, you made it. That's yep. all that counts. Yeah. And then we go to watch game two of the NBA Finals, sportsly, and fucking they have every channel, but. ABC, which is the fucking channel the game's on. Yeah. Like, what? Wait, who doesn't have ABC? That shit's like free exactly. on the air. JetBlue. 
Uh, it, oh. It's free on air, but it's not free in the air. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Because that shit was gone. Yeah, that's weird. So I watched Jackass 3. I watched Cutthroat Kitchen. And fucking Guy Fieri's yep. Jibble Jabble Cock Gobbler. Guy's Grocery Games. <laughs> I think Guy Fieri might be your spirit animal. <laughs> Guy Fieri's my Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I don't know what the situation is going to be, but just watch. I'm, I'm going to predict it right now. One of these days, we're going to cross paths with Guy Fieri. And Jose's going to have to admit that he's actually a nice dude. <laughs> we'll just go to a Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth show. Yeah, he's in Greece or right a, now. He or is go the lead to singer an ICP Smash show. Disney. No, but he is not the lead singer of Smash Mouth because he had the lead singer of Smash Mouth on Diners, Drives, and Dives. They were in the same place at the same time. You've officially well, seen it, so that did, yeah, it means... Did yeah. they actually, like, interact... <laughs> Did they even touch each other. Split screen. Yeah, it was all green screen. But they sit it's... down, have a seat. Uh, now, as I like to explain, special effects to you. It's funny that you said that because one of the most recent episodes of Diners, Drives, and Dives, he did his own restaurant in Las Vegas, and he's like, "Well, let me bring out the guy who created this restaurant, and it's him." And they do a split screen bit together. <laughs> they've done it. They've done it before. Why not do it again? Everything on TV is lies and bullshit and eyes. Yep. Except for Chrisley. Chrisley's the truth. He is. <laughs> the truth. But, but Guy Fieri, Steve Smashmouth, uh, Violent J, they're all the same guy. <laughs> Steve Smashmouth. <laughs> See, the funny thing is, I'd been calling him Steve Smashmouth for years, and then I found out his real first name is Steve. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm sure we've got some other stories that we're just not thinking of right now but or not able to say on the air oh yeah <laughs> i was thinking remember when it used to be like somewhat remarkable when you guys would go to new york and do shit now it's fairly regular yeah <laughs> well th this one this one was just comics only it was a short trip you and and we're not staying days before or days after anymore oh yeah that was the thing too you know the fucking water taxi we had wanted to do that early on friday but we get in, and of course, it's fucking gray and raining out. Yep. Because we want to shoot outside. Weather says, go fuck yourself. But who oh, boy. Right. Yep, Last year, fair. Special Edition was a little relaxing, a little chill. Uh, plenty of room to move. Uh, this year, not so much. I mean, still, it's comic-centric, but it was a little bit more packed than last year. That's a good word of mouth does for you, I guess. It was pretty slamming. Like, uh, what? Oh what, yeah, uh, we didn't. Street was it on? Uh, it was on um, like fifty fourth, forty fifty fourth. Yeah, 50, it was on fifty fourth. Now imagine if you can a New York block. The line went down to sixty first Street. Sixty <laughs> first. That is far. Sixty first, guys. <laughs> That is yeah, the one thing we didn't mention that Tito tells us in the chat is we got a room at the Yotel and Reed Pop got us fucking bunk beds. 
Oh, we had bunk beds, guys. <laughs> and you guys know I've told this uh, told this many tales on the podcast before about how hard it is to get Jose out of bed. Oh yeah. Uh, imagine him in a bunk bed, <laughs> way up in the clouds where you can't reach me, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Just throwing rocks. I I threw a bottle at him at one point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. Uh. Sorry, sleepy, real sleepy. <laughs> we got we got some mail. What's up? All right, let's do some mail. Look at all this fan mail. They're trying real to say quick. that Pied Piper oh, was created oh, at Hooli, whereas I'm living proof that it was created ah. here. Here, <laughs> come on, Jesus! Who let TJ Miller? <laughs> He's so fucking funny on that show, you guys. So good. Which show was that? Was that the uh, Silicon Valley? Silicon Valley. What? Yeah. What, what is that on? Uh, HBO. HBO. Yeah, it's really good. Like, it's really, really good. Uh, all right. So let's see. <clears throat> Pardon me. The Chad writes in to popcast at penalsonpage.com with a Mad Lib. He writes in, episode 51, mini, mini Mad Lib. Oh, Talking Pop After Dark relaunches with a zero issue four years from now. This is when the zero issues were a thing. God, that was so fucking stupid. Seems so long ago. God. Remember the DC zero issues? Yeah. Jesus Christ. That fucking Batman one's worth some money, like thirty bucks. Yep, a lot of the and Batman. I got ones it. Remember Kerouac Zero? Oh, oh God! <laughs> Never forget Kerouac Zero. That's why I'm trying to find some fucking DMT. <laughs> Be all about it. Oh, DMT. Yeah, that was the Mad Lib. He goes on uh, for some news on my end. After two months of Kroger losing, quote unquote, losing my background check four times, Jesus. Jeez. I moved on to apply at Amazon. Hey, right on. Uh, now I start working with them in the Murfreesboro Fulfillment Center on Wednesday. Good for you, man. Uh, since that also has a long drive, I'll have more time to listen to the podcast. Winky smiley face. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and with the shits oh, I got, I'll still be able to make it to the live pop chat. Hey, fuck yeah, man. It's all Sign coming out, Chad. It's all coming up, Chad. Good for you, man. That's rad. I hope he sees a package that's heading towards you, Lee, and he like writes a little oh. smiley face or something on the box. I guarantee you, we're there for five minutes. We'll see a package <laughs> going to my house on Amazon. <laughs> like, this big fucking box showed up yesterday, and I just said, "What is this? I don't even know what this is." <laughs> hey, Chad, if you want to start collecting robots, you know, just just take home any box that says the Rodriguez household on it. <laughs> 50-50 odds. <laughs> Ellie, yeah, was it a big robot in that box? It was not. It was uh, decorations for Jack. It was multiple different. small robots. <laughs> <laughs> that combine into a large robot. <laughs> they were uh, Spider-Man cupcake stands. Ooh, fancy. One is just like round disc with Spider-Man on top of them, and one of them looks like the Queensboro Bridge. So I'm going to throw a chick off it. <laughs> <laughs> what? A cupcake chick. Yeah, actually. like a female cupcake. It throws right off the top. Yeah. Snaps his neck before it hits the ground. So technically, yeah. the fall doesn't kill her. Spider Man yeah. does. Spider Man. Because, you know, we've been talking very recently about you know, how you know, his party's coming up, but what are we going to do, and this and that. And, you know, he's a fucking baby. So not like babies like anything, they're just babies. 
But I'll be damned if over the past couple of weeks he has not t- uh, taken quite the shine to the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon on Netflix. Nice. He will sit and watch that shit as long as it's on. Is uh, Uatu on that show? He is not. <laughs> He's been on a recent cartoon, though, hasn't he? Like Avengers? He was on Superhero Earth's Squad podcast, I think. Earth, Earth's Mightiest Heroes on that, that old Avengers show. Right. He may be on Avengers Assemble, too, but I haven't watched that yet. It's good times. Good times. So, yeah. If you want to email us, you can do that. I'm picking up your phone and, 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 uh, and uh, sending us to popcast at penaltonpages.com. Or I'll leave us a voicemail at 616-9511-POP. We'll play them shits all over the air. It's what we do here. Yeah, in the meantime, we're going to take us a break. Uh, we're going to go and clean out the system so we don't have to, you know, find a, you know, neighbor's house. To, to, to drop I just put a <laughs> link in the chat of, what, chat of what drinking DMT looks like. Oh. <laughs> it's a drink? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, he likes it. He what likes it. <laughs> what is this? Know what this is in a big way. What is with that lady behind him? You're asking too many questions, Kyle. What is with his fingers? <laughs> that was the best night of a lot of people's lives, I'm going to say. Yep. Yeah. He's into it. Yeah, that that was that was the best night of at least one person's life. He says, "I fucking love this." <laughs> this is what he said. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> is he really drinking DMT? Is that? No, I think that's just like I think that's a Pepsi. Just Max. a Pepsi, yeah. Hey, don't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. What right. if that little midget's like greatest dream is to drink a Pepsi Max while a stripper just fucking <laughs> humps from behind? Then I say he made out better than fucking not safe for work Batman. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. God bless you. He drank he drank that shit and he said, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no calories in this Pepsi Max. <laughs> you guys get this? He's a Pepsi no calories. <laughs> they said you got a fucking stripper's vagina in your head. He's like, no, 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 no calories. It tastes, I mean, not just like real Pepsi, but more like real Pepsi than say, oh shit, what's going on? <laughs> Bitch, I'm gonna wear you like a hat while I drink this Pepsi. <laughs> Ridiculous. No guy. All right. So yeah, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> break!
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something-something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com, click that banner at the top of the page, or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com, or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out. Ripped.panelsonpages.com. 24-hour limited edition T-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So that was uh, Dory Drive doing the Dirty Diana cover. Uh, big ups to Denim for giving us that one last week. It's good times. Good thing. Big ups, Denim. Yeah, got it. You got you got to listen live, folks, because you missed uh, you missed during the break the uh, do an anthem Shia LaBeouf remix. <laughs> and you missed dinosaur fucking talk. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I missed dinosaur fucking talk. <laughs> yep, we talked about fat T Rexes just railing each other. Did you see on the plane they had some special where they like did. Autopsy on a T-Rex? No. What? Why didn't you tell me this was going on? <laughs> You're watching Guy Fieri. <laughs> I didn't want to ruin your fucking man crush. To be fair, Sunday. I fell asleep during Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. He Having was... a Fieri fiesta and he could have been watching dinosaurs. <laughs> That's unfair. <laughs> That's one of those things, man, that we'll never know what that really looked like. The best we can do is, is guess based yeah. upon what we know about things in the world. Yeah, they, they like made a big one, and they had it where they could dissect it. It had fucking hearts, blood, ribs. They had to fucking crack through. It had fucking hearts. Yeah, I was about to ask how many hearts. <laughs> well, some had two brains, right? Like brontosaurus had a brain in the head and then in its butt, right? Something like that. I remember that from dinosaur class. <laughs> Based upon the crazy noises that we know, like turtles and shit make when they're banging, I cannot imagine mm-hmm. the noise the T Rex to make. Speaking of which, I'm gonna drop this little video in the chat. My future sister-in-law Dawn sent me this the other day, and it's too funny. <laughs> that was pretty low key. A lot more low key than I expected. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 the Coldplay turtle. <laughs> Coldplay turtle. What's up with some news? What is up? We'll do it live. Okay. Well, do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fuck it. Look it. Oh, oh. Uh, this is Kelly Harris with your top top six pack of news headlines for June 9th, 2015. There it is. <laughs> Can't lie, there's a second where I th- <laughs> it's like, wait, does nice is that just part of the video clip, the audio clip? <laughs> no, wait, no, shit, he says the date every time. Fuck, I gotta talk. <laughs> Alright, uh, first story. Today it was announced that John Barenthal will be playing the Punisher in season two of Daredevil. Woo! 
if we learned anything, <laughs> if, <laughs> if we learned anything from this, it's that Nyes has some sway over Marvel's TV division. Quick, Nyes, tell him to make Agents of Shield and do a good show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not that powerful, sir. Not that S- attitude. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel, we got our first look at the Marvel Universe post-Secret Wars, and it's an all-new, all-different world. Get ready for comics about beloved characters like Dr. Spectrum, Red Wolf, and Citizen V. <laughs> yeah. Red Wolf is the Native American? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to fucking Citizen V. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, speaking of all-new, all-different Marvel, the first series for that relaunch was announced and it's a new Invincible Iron Man written by Brian Bendis with David Marquez when asked if Tony would still be in superior Iron Man mode Bendis responded by laughing and making fart sounds until the reporter moved on to another topic (laughs) I can see it (laughs) jumping over to the DC side of things Warner Brothers has found their Aquaman director and it's Furious 7 director James Wan when asked for comment, Juan said, You crazy for this one, Jay, and announced he's directing Robotech too. <laughs> uh, this past week, the inaugural class for the uh, World Video Game Hall of Fame was announced. My nomination of that time I told my mom to shut up because she was making fun of how awful I was at Ape Escape did not make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> And in our final story, scientists recently dug up a new dinosaur and nicknamed it Hellboy because of its horns. In other news, Ron Perlman can be found at bars nationwide telling women that he's a dinosaur, and boy, has he got a horn for them. (laughs) (laughs) And that has been your Pop Top Six Pack of News for June 9th, 2015. Wow. Infotainment. Not bad, not bad. Stuck the landing, sir. Stuck the landing. Thank you. It's no uh, professional uh, weirdo Tilda Swinton, but... (laughs) I mean, what could be? I've I've got one question before we get into it. I really only want to ask this question because I want to try out my Jessica Ventura impression. Okay. Good. Kelly, where's all the real news? You're not saying anything about China buying all of our water. Let me tell you something about the real questions you need to be asking. You need to be asking why the CIA won't let us on their roof. I mean, I'm sure you didn't get any of that news from Infowars.com. That's the only place you can get the real news. (laughs) See, I was forced to go to websites like Comic Book Resources when I should be asking the CIA... What's Everybody knows comic book resources is a front for the Argonians trying to take over the Senate. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this is a snake eating its own tail at this point. <laughs> I'm done. I'll quit. Oh, God. You need a little bit more bass in your Ventura there, Gavin. A little more bass? A little more bass. You, you got to put more bass in it. You, you got to practice with <laughs> I'm a sexual Tyrannosaurus. That's getting too close to like Buffalo Bill. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't true. you a great big old fat girl? <laughs> 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 you know, what are you about a size 13? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't got time to bleed. Uh, All right. So, we got first new, what we got first, Kelly? Uh, first story was John Barenthal was announced that he would be playing Punisher. In yeah, he was. Daredevil. First off, Bernthal. He's not a Berenstain bear there. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. 
Holy shit, you guys. You heard it here first. Confirmation Very from cool. Nyes. He is not a Berenstain Bear. <laughs> <laughs> like, no bullshit. I did, like, I found that right about 30 minutes before, maybe about 20 minutes before I was supposed to leave work. And I was in the middle of some pretty intense shit, like some pretty intense calculations. Done. For fucking forget about it. It's over. Like, there was, there was nothing because I just kind of took a minute, went to the, went to the shitter, was getting the Twitter. Made an audible gasping sound. Someone, pro- someone else in the bathroom that thought I was dying, probably. <laughs> and it was over from there because Shane House is Frank Castle, you guys. Like I saw the news, and I saw I saw the headline. I clicked on it, and then I saw it was from fucking Marvel. Like it wasn't Latino Review or Screen Rant. It was straight straight out of Marvel, and I was. Over the moon excited. I didn't even read the part that he was going to be in season two of Daredevil. I, d- I was just happy with whatever <laughs> oh. the situation was. That's yeah, so really good, like you guys. Marvel, Marvel's just like, haha, suck our dicks. We get to report our own news. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. Like, they, they want to report it unless, you know, yeah. they, they want the view to report it. Yeah, it's either, you know, The View or Marvel.com. <laughs> Those are the pipelines. But like, you know, it's just... Could it be any better, really? Like, I don't know that it could. I think it's perfect. It's almost worth those two, three Punisher movies that failed. You shut your whore mouth about Punisher Wars. <laughs> they all failed, Lee. They all failed, so... But they're each magic in their own way. As a creative yes. endeavor, Punisher Warzone excelled. Yes, absolutely. What? what? It's oh. amazingly bad. I love that movie so it's much. Fucking awesome. See, now, now everybody knows. For the record, we've been Shane Housen from the start, mother. Absolutely. Yes. I fucking. You guys are jumping on our shit. I went and found my tweet today. Just to confirm <laughs> that I called this shit from, let's see here. It's funny because I linked my tweet from my own Twitter, and it says, this tweet is unavailable because my tweets are blocked. <laughs> I can't access my own tweet. Uh, let's see. May 10th, 2015. At Johnny Bernthal for Punisher. Make it happen at Marvel. And you know how many favorites I got on that? Two. <laughs> oh, I overshot it. In case you're keeping score at home, uh, Punisher Warzone, which is, as Kelly said, a creative fucking gem, um, had a modest production budget of $35 million. And according to BoxOfficeMojo.com, netted worldwide a gross of $10.1 million. And six, <laughs> six of that was opening weekend. Yeah, and you know... I saw it twice. <laughs> How did word of mouth not save that movie? You saw it twice? It's fucking rule. It's so much fun. Oh, well, word of mouth didn't save that movie because I was making sure no one else would see it after I saw it. <laughs> it, it was getting bad word of mouth for me. Imagine uh, just like standing outside the door, <laughs> like in the theater, just like shoving people away. Tom like, no. um, Jane's Punisher movie. Can, uh, budget of 33 one. million, netted 54 million worldwide. God, I, f- I hate that movie. I yeah. will fight you in the streets with yep. fucking bottles and chains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing about the Thomas Jane Punisher movie 
is John Travolta, and even he's good in it. Actually, no, John Travolta's the one thing I do like about that movie. What? <laughs> God, I, I don't mind that. He just, he just spends too much, like, he, he cries a lot. He, it's, yeah. he's, it's not RoboCop levels of crying, but he does cry a lot. He's not enough of the Punisher. Yeah. He, he takes a hot minute before he decides to punish. Yeah. But Kevin Nash as the Russian, that's a good time. Yeah, oh, wait, great. shit, that is in that movie. Yeah, there's a okay, lot of good shit in that back. movie. I take it back. I don't hate that movie as much. I think if Thomas Jane wasn't the Punisher in that movie, I would enjoy what? it more. I don't like him as the Punisher. <laughs> the fuck, Al? Get out of your house. <laughs> and see, I don't I have hate... a signed copy of that movie. Thomas Jane signed it at Wizard World for me several years ago. That's cool. Sure. I don't hate Ray Stevenson as the Punisher either. I thought he looked great, but I thought that movie was hot, hot garbage. I have not seen it yet, so I don't know it's if it's... It's so good, about- Jose! <laughs> yeah, Jose, I think you'll like it. There is a moment where there are three assholes parkouring around the city, and as one of them is parkouring across the building, the Punisher literally shoots an RPG at them, and he explodes. That is literally... a rocket in the breadbasket and blows the fuck nope. up. That is literally the worst part of the movie. <laughs> are you out of your fucking <laughs> mind? <laughs> And then you have That's Dominic West doing his amazing jigsaw voice. Terrible. He was a Dick Tracy villain. Yes! He was! What <laughs> you talking about, guys? <laughs> I am Jigsaw, and this is my acting voice. I've <laughs> seen, recently, I've seen Lexi Alexander's name come up a bunch of times on Twitter or in news stories. She, she directed Punisher Warzone, and she's talking. She she, uh, what else has she done? She did Green Street Hooligans, which I think uh, had uh, Elijah Wood in it, and that's about it. I think she produces Hannibal. I don't know about that. Which fuck yeah, that show came back and it's amazing. But yeah, er- people are losing their shit because she's doing an episode of Arrow, right? Which makes me I'll never want to watch Arrow. Arrow. <laughs> never want to watch Arrow now. Her name keeps coming up because. You know, movie studios need to hire more women directors. And I'm like, that's cool. Hire more women directors. But not this bitch. <laughs> no, thank you. And not, like, this bitch. Like, she's a bitch. Like, just not her. <laughs> it's so good, you guys. We, we, we get what you mean. We, get, we know what you mean. You're, I think Warner sexy. Brothers should have hired her to direct Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. I would be way more interested in that movie. if. They oh, were. yeah. Yeah. Who's doing Suicide Squad again? Uh, David Ayers. Not this chick. Not this bitch. David <laughs> Ayers. Ayers. Ayers? What, what is that motherfucker doing? He did Fury, the tank movie with Brad Pitt and the beef. All right. What else did he do? Let's see. That'd be awesome if fucking the beef shows up in this. At no point in the fucking Fury tank movie did Brad Pitt put a pencil up his nose and fucking set his own broken nose. At no point did he take a chair leg and ram it through someone's face. Nope, never happened. At no See, point that, that he, sounds fun a little bit. And no right? point did he uh, throw, push a shotgun through a closed door with their eight guys inside of it and deploy a grenade off the bottom mounted rocket oh, grenade launcher. You know who else is in Punisher Warzone, Jose? Fucking uh. Rita from Dexter, and she's awful in it. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what, what, what's her... She's gig. she's a a mob widow that he befriends, and then Jigsaw kidnaps her. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gotta fight Jigsaw's crazy brother. 
Looney Bin Jim, they call him. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's right. That is his name. This all sounds good and fun, but it doesn't seem like it sends him. Doesn't leave him much time to sit around and drink wild turkey. Nobody punishes a lot. He does. There's all a scene this aside, all where he's hanging from the chandelier by his feet, spinning and shooting people in the face. And that's like the first four minutes of the movie. That is literally the opening scene. Yeah, they don't fuck around. I I don't understand. In my core heart of hearts, how this movie is not more beloved. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it either. For as much as the, the, the Tom Jane movie was trying to, like, they, they pull plot elements from, like, Welcome Back, Frank, and whatever. Like, Punisher Warzone and all of its insane, over the top camp cartoonishness is, like, you know, that Garth Ennis shit brought to life. Yeah. The Thomas Jane Punisher was trying to be a real movie was trying to be a revenge movie with a guy with the Punisher skull on his chest and the Punisher in the title. Uh, outside of that, it wasn't very comic booky, I will admit. But I think what they gave us was pretty decent. I like it just fine. But you know, like if but if I had to choose, I watch Punisher Warzone because I'm going to laugh. <laughs> at the amazing, awesome blowing upping effects. We're like, all... If I'm being honest, I legitimately enjoy Punisher Warzone more than probably half of the actual Marvel Studios movies. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I will god personally, I will put it above both Thors and all three Iron Mans. Holy shit! All three? It might not be that good. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Damn. "Take all your Iron Man." <laughs> Off. Jose, we need to watch Punisher Warzone. We need to we need to get your opinion on this. See what we need to watch that on. shit watch live. It. Let's watch, watch it. it, Jose, and then we'll watch it on the show. Let's watch it. Oof. No, fuck it. Let 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 us let me watch it as a virgin altogether. Yeah, let's do a comment. Let's do a commentary track. No, he needs to watch it clean first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not yeah. that's not the best way to watch it the first he, he time. Any movie he is he not the best. He needs to get his own. Opinion of it. All right, all right. That's my. But I, I, but I do think we should do a commentary track yes. for that movie. At some okay, point. we can do that. Well, that's I'm, your homework, Jose. I've only Let's seen it. Ready. I've only seen it once, so, uh, you know, I, I'll have to refresh myself. But Johnny Bernthal, you guys, and season two of Daredevil. And so, in Daredevil. Yeah. So, so essentially, he's going to be hunting Daredevil. We can assume. Yes, because yeah. you know. All they know, he blew up three buildings full of people. And we'll get an episode with with a Punisher origin in there somewhere. Probably probably not episode one, but probably like episode six or seven, like Kingpin. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or or just a oh. few flashbacks here and there. Maybe some like PS, PTSD flashbacks. Yeah. Or maybe his his family dies as a result of some shit Daredevil is trying to clean up. So he's maybe. not even Punisher yet. Like we see, yeah, maybe, it maybe in some way Daredevil is at least you know partially responsible for the event that kills his family. Ooh. And then like and and because he's debuting on Daredevil, like we we already know that this is going to be the best Punisher we've ever it gotten. Could be. Oh yeah, this is it. This is the end. The end all be all. And this is the Punisher. And it's fucking Bernie B. Yeah. And we're going to see fucking, eventually we're going to see John Berth Bernthal going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Captain America. 
<laughs> Somehow, somewhere. Yep. Oh, man. Good yeah. for fucking that guy, man. Fucking 2017, there will be a Punisher show on Netflix. Yeah. I like this. I'm, obviously, I'm over the moon excited about this announcement. But I'm much more pleased with this announcement than the rumor that Jason Statham was going to be Bullseye, which was debunked. See, I was super into that, too. I was but... into that. I, I wasn't against it. But Yeah. Yeah, you, you tell me Jason Statham is going to be Bullseye, and I kind of go, oh, fucking right on. Again, you tell me Bernthal is Punisher, and I fucking jump out of my seat and clap my hands yeah. like a little girl. Yeah, I fucking punch a car window through <laughs> out, of, out of just sheer joy. <laughs> this is so exciting, I need to destroy something. Did you guys watch Mob City when that was on TNT? I did. It was excellent. Mary, that show was fucking awesome. Mary and I watched the pilot, I believe, but we didn't get past that. We liked it, but it's just hard to add new shows to our repertoire sometimes. It was three two-hour blocks. Right. It, but it just never happened. If it, Yeah, it would probably have been easier. We, it took us a long time to get through it. It was kind of sat there on the DVR for a while. Yeah, had it, been, it was like three days, right? Yeah. Like, and had it been six one-hours over six weeks, it probably would have been a lot easier. Yeah. It was a weird way to do it, but it was really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Really good. So, yeah, man. Fucking Shane House as a Punisher. There's not a... What was it you said? If you say anything negative about it, I will punch you in the genitals. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> please, please say something negative about this, and I will punch you in the genitals. Like, next time we see each other. You know, I'm not going to make a special trip, but I'll remember. Keep a list. Jill. <laughs> you put it in your fucking... <laughs> ping it in your phone. What we got next? Uh, uh, I, w- about- I w- Well, before we go to the next one, I was in genital punching distance to her this past weekend too so <laughs> oh no oh. general punching distance yeah just nice puts the camera down just punches <laughs> so you know why he wants to get the whole wind up yeah you got to you know what you did <laughs> oh, I, I punch her in the genitals and then <laughs> walk away with my arms in the air. <laughs> is is that the sound it makes when you when you punch a girl in the genitals? It does, yeah. <laughs> Only one way to find out, Gavin. <laughs> Only if well, one offers I'm you out. drugs. If one offers you drugs, start yell screaming at him and then do that. <laughs> Scared straight him. <laughs> Gavin gives back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, story two. All new, all different Marvel. What do you guys think of the teasers? Uh, so this is allegedly this is the new direction of all of Marvel. Like they're not well, rebooting. They're saying they're not rebooting. And this right. is this is setting the yeah. stage for the next 50 to 75 years of Marvel. Which is a fucking bold ass statement to make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's you know it's what's coming after Secret Wars. They're bumping ahead eight months, and you know shit's going to be different. It's not going to erase what came before it, which is a big deal. But you know, it's, shit's not going to be the same, which is all fine and well. But I'm still trying to figure out why the fuck anything has to change in Daredevil, for example. You know, like yeah. why is a black costume now? Yeah, because last time that happened, they ruined Daredevil. Yeah, shit got really shitty for a while. Yeah, like it was like. 
it got so bad, I wanted to stop reading Daredevil. Yep. <laughs> the last time he wore a black suit with red accents. Well, That's it's the realness, you guys. <laughs> there, there's the two images. There's the one with Iron Man front and center. Oh, no, they're both Iron Man front and center. There's the one with Iron Man and the spider Menzies, and then the one with Iron Man and uh, what looks like X-23 Wolverine and old, old Man Logan. Now, if we look at this first one with the spider Menzies, that's pretty much those characters there are either hot because they're in the movies, they're brand new reimaginings of the characters to add diversity to you know the main Avengers cast, or they're they're recently revamped characters, and then fucking Turok over there in the bottom <laughs> right hand corner. Yeah, what the fuck is up with that? They literally have three Spider Men in well, three Spider People. In no, that, four. In, Jessica Drew's in there, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't notice her because she's got no boobs anymore. Four spider people and then Turok, who is... What, what's that, what's actually the dude's name? Red Wolf. Red Wolf. And then that's old man Steve Rogers, right? Yep. And then Cap who, Falcon. Who, who has a head. Yeah, it's <laughs> very there. happy to see old man Rock uh, Steve Rogers' head. Because last we saw, he didn't have that anymore. Very, very glad to see him with a head. Like that was that was, that was okay. Good for you, man. We grow that shit back. Thanks, Jonathan Hickman. I mean, yeah. I, I guess you could chalk Red Wolf up to being a divi- a diversity hire. Yeah, if you want to go after the smallest demographic in the country. <laughs> <laughs> But really, this this entire image was built by a committee, and well, I mean yeah, that's not necessarily get, a bad they're, thing. They're, they're trying to get an idea out. And what, then, well, I'm actually a little bit a little bummed out to see the Spider Gwen on there because one of the fun things about that book is the fact that it is in its own little universe. Well, I think it'll stay in its own universe, but I think I I don't know. Like, I hope so. Yeah, just because they're all on this same image doesn't necessarily mean they're all in the same universe. The Secret Wars, you know, they fucking destroyed all the multiverse and shit. Like, all the universes are gone. That's true. And Gwen is in that Spider-Verse book, which is one of the fucking, you know, battle world countries or whatever the fuck, so... I think they put her there because if they didn't immediately confirm that she was coming back, all anyone that worked for Marvel would get is constant questions is, are you canceling Spider-Gwen? Who killed Spider-Gwen? Who do we need to set on fire? Yeah, that's true. The that's very true. Li- the line for... Same with Miss Marvel. The line say, for autographs on that teaser. with uh, Jason Latour and Robbie Rodriguez at Special Edition was insane. It was... <laughs> It's a really good book, though, you guys. Yeah, I love that book. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying, like, there is a fucking fan base, a rabid Spider-Gwen fan base. And they deserve that, because it's really good. But, you know, but I I don't know that it'd be the same if she were just running around, you know, whatever the fuck this new Marvel Universe is going to be. Because I like the fact that, you know, that Frank Castle is the rogue police captain and, you know, fucking what? Craven, you know, does hits for the Punisher as you know Murdoch is his fucking like legal counsel. So this little you know, little twisted mirror versions of shit. Which Who's is the why Punisher? If, Fra- if, if Frank Castle, Frank Castle is still the Punisher, but he's a police captain. No, 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 no. He's just like a crazy rogue, like fucking out of his mind police captain who wants to kill Spider Woman. Okay. And like yeah, but he and he hires Craven. 
No, Kingpin. Well, yeah, the Kingpin okay. hires Craven. You said yeah. Punisher hires Craven. Oh, sorry, right, sorry. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, this, gotcha. it's just a fun, fucking neat little book. And part of why it's so fun is that it's in its own little world. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of how Ultimate Spider-Man felt when that first started. It, it's just a fresh book. Yeah, yeah. And you know, not for nothing, but that's you know kind of one of the cool things that comics can do that nobody else can do. And so I hate to think that they're taking some of that away. I mean, DC did. They just put it back with Convergence, I guess. But it just, you know, it's this whole thing is a very DC move. Um, but, you know, this, it does make me hopeful. Between, like, there's, a, there's some stuff happening. Like, a lot of what's going on in these pictures is cool. That Free Combat Day book was really cool. Secret Wars is pretty fucking cool. Like, yeah, there, there, there's stuff to talk about here, man. And then, yeah, the second one we got. Yeah, the second one I recognize a lot less people. In it. Yeah. I think having Old Man Logan there is kind of a big deal. Like, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. And then we got Star-Lord, uh, what looks to be Laura X-23 in the Wolverine suit. Yeah. Which I'm cool with that. That's awesome. Star-Lord, Doctor Strange with an axe. Yeah, I'm all about <laughs> that. Uh, Black Suit Daredevil, which, oh boy. Like, the D's on his <laughs> chest even look a little Shadowlandish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm going to lose my goddamn mind if Secret Wars fuckery happens and we get Shadowland Daredevil. I can't. Mm, I can't. And we got Medusa, uh, Inferno from the the New Inhumans, right? And then the guy in the red, the green fucking hoodie is apparently Karnak, according to the release. The, so you got three Inhumans on there. Inhuman, okay. And then you got Dr. Spectrum from uh, Squadron Supreme. Is that the dude with the uh, nuclear symbol on his belt? No, that's the, no, the, that's Hyperion. the woman on the left. Okay. with the, okay. Yeah. That's, she's from the original Squadron Supreme. Now, Hyperion, the guy in the nuclear, he's from a Squadron Supreme, but he's from a different Squadron Supreme, like from Hickman's Avengers run. So this chick's going to know a Hyperion, but it won't be this Hyperion necessarily. And then... Rocket and Thing, both in Guardians of the Galaxy uniforms. It's kind of interesting. And then fucking Citizen V. (laughs) (laughs) Who was Baron Zemo, right? Yeah, in the Thunderbolts. I'm I'm saying there's a lot of shit in here that's really cool. Because after that Old Man Logan book, I would read 50 issues of that in a heartbeat. Yep, that book was great. But at the same time, again, you drop Old Man Logan in the Reagan Marvel Universe, it loses some of that charm. So I, I don't know what they're planning here, you know? That, that's why I'm thinking they're, gonna, they're not going to. I think they are going to have some sort of multiverse stick around. I would hope so, because it just wouldn't be the same if it was just Clint Eastwood, Logan hanging out with, like, you know, regular bland-ass Cyclops. Yeah. What makes that work is the weird dystopian world that it's in. And it's fucking cool. Oh, yeah, it's dystopian. Yeah, so this uh, it sold me on the Squadron Sinister book. I wasn't going to pick that up, but now I will because it looks like it's going to matter. And I don't know where the fuck Citizen V is going to come from. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty high about that. But it's good to see that unlike what you feared, Lee, with you know uh, Cat Falcon and female Thor and all that, that because of Secret Wars, they're not just all you know washing their hands of those characters. Yeah. That they're yeah. kind of on the front lines of this new. Marvel. Yeah, which is cool. Like, you know, for, you know, as much as, and I, you know, I may be enjoying Secret Wars, the story, but I still think that it's a terrible fucking way to do comics. 
Like it just is. I don't, I don't, I think it's a bad way to do it. You know, that's not how you tell serialized stories. And even the eight month jump, I think is really fucking dumb. I hate when they do that shit because again, it's DC move. Nobody liked when DC did it. Why do you think they're going to like it when you do it? (laughs) I don't get that. But you know, what they're showing us is pretty great. As is the fucking first creative team announcement that we have for sure. And what's that, Kelly? That is uh, Invincible Iron Man by Brian Bendis and David Marquez. Yeah, that's awesome. Which they kept pitching, or they they kept kind of hyping before Special Edition that Bendis would have this huge announcement at Special Edition. And then we go to the Bendis panel on Sunday morning, and he's talking about doing Iron Man, and I look at Jose, and I'm like, or maybe I looked at Tito, and I'm like, so is that the announcement? Bendis is doing Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big deal. <laughs> now that's awesome. And David Marquez, who did every one of the characters on these two promo images, and they look awesome. Yeah. Uh, I can't lie. I don't like that Iron Man armor, and I don't know why I don't like it. It looks like the Iron Man Armored Adventures cartoon. Or was it? It does. Yeah, there was like a CGI Iron Man cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then, uh, reading the... I read an interview on Marvel.com today with Bendis um, talking about how one of the... And, and again, at no point... You know, as he talks about the idea for the story about how he wants, they wants to create an impressive rogues gallery for Iron Man and he wants to build him a cool supporting cast because, like, you know, past, you know... Whiplash and the Mandarin, who the fuck's he got for villains, you know, and past Pepper and Happy, who's he got for supporting guys? He wants to build this cast up, which I'm cool with that, you know, and about how he's trying to get back to, you know, the fact that he's supposed to be this crazy super futurist or whatever, and he finds out some kid at MIT has basically, you know, replicated his armor, and that fucks with him because he should be, like, all cutting edge or whatever. He's telling all about this stuff in the book. Like, you know, it all sounds really, really cool. At no point does he say, and it's also a super dick peddling a drug through the internet. <laughs> never says that. Never, 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 never came up as even being a thing that they addressed. Which, whew, if there's one thing you want to sweep under the rug with an eight-month flash forward, it's that fucking nonsense. Because Superior Iron Man was stupid, you guys. The last issue came out last week, and it, it they they didn't wrap it up in any kind of you know satisfying way. I guess because he had to be dickhead Iron Man for what was happening at Avengers. I guess I don't know. Fuck, it was bad. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. All, 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 all gravy coming out. Although, yeah, yeah, that's the X Men Six Hundred is going to come out after the fact too. And maybe in that issue, we'll see where Cyclops gets a Phoenix egg. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Hey, I heard uh, Hawkeye is coming out on July fifteenth. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah, fucking finally. Jesus. Nuts. Does a phoenix egg have a creamy nougat center? I bet it does. And the rabbit just clucks. Like a cluck one of them clucking rabbits. Cluck rabbit. What got next, Kelly? What what's a cluck rabbit? You don't remember that? Maybe God damn it. I might be showing my age. No, they still play that commercial. Do they play the commercial? They play that same fucking commercial. It's the they're oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about now. The Cadbury Bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old, the old Cadbury commercial. <laughs> they, like, you know, like, yeah, rabbit. My favorite. Okay, no, my favorite is the lion, who's just like, what? <laughs> the lion's the one that always sticks out to me. <laughs> and then the llama. 
It's like, you're not good at this, llama. <laughs> llama, you so silly. Oh, llama, you drunk. <laughs> All right, uh, next story. Aquaman has its director, and it is James Wan. Because you know what? Why the fuck not? What? When does Aquaman come out? 2043. I know. I don't think it ever actually said in the article. You're, you're asking too many questions, guys. I thought we had a date. <laughs> oh, we do. We do, but who knows at this point. Hang on. I got it. Uh, I can't wait to see all of the set pictures. Twenty July 27th, 2018. That's three years away. That's I mean, a long time. Yeah, from now. but I guess yeah. I guess getting the director on if if he's going to be the main creative yeah. mind behind it, you know, get him working on it now and kind of get him entrenched in the whole DC movie universe. And not for nothing, but good for, good for DC for at least trying to get their fucking ducks in a row. Guys, yeah. got to give him props for that. And the guy's a fucking successful director. Yeah, yeah. He's directing Robotech. <laughs> I don't know. They've been talking about that Robotech movie almost as long as they've been talking about a Preacher movie, so we'll see. Well, Lee, I got some news for you. <laughs> Preacher's coming. It took a long-ass time. Hey, fucking Seth Rogen tweeted out a picture of what's-his-name with the fucking collar and the little the tips on it. And I saw that. Woohoo! Yeah. But would you rather have had it already and it have sucked? Or wait this long to get it right. That's right. It's a good point, oh, Jose. Yeah. Very fine point. Fine point. Jose out of left field with a great point. <laughs> <laughs> Every so often, Jose will remind us that he's still on the call by giving <laughs> giving you a little something that makes you go, hmm. <laughs> uh, awesome. So, yeah. Aquaman movie. Aquaman I, movie. What else has James Wan directed besides Fast and the Furious movies? Or has he just... Wasn't he... Uh, Saw. Saw? Yeah, the Saw. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. He did, he did like the first two or three and then left and then he no, came back and he, did... He did the like first the one. Like the last one or something? He just did... He directed the first one. But he huh. wrote three and eight. And the video game. Eight. Eight? Yeah, they made there was eight, eight? Saw movies. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Uh, he also did Insidious. He, he uh, directed both Insidious, wrote the second one. Uh, Death Sentence, that movie with Kevin Bacon that I owned and never watched. <laughs> the Conjuring with that uh, little doll that I sent to Lee's house. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's still in the closet, just uh, gathering oh, nightmares. And, and The Conjuring 2 <laughs> and Furious 7. So he only directed one Furious movie, which is All weird. Right. Who directed the other Furious movies? Whoa, I just clicked on the Furious 7 IMDb page, and it is all tricked out. Holy shit. Holy <laughs> shit, you guys. Like, it has a fucking speedometer on it. Cars what? are jumping across the screen. Videos. Join the family. Dub Smash. Gallery. 
get tickets. <laughs> uh, was that Vin Diesel reading all the yes, things to us? Yes. <laughs> Join the family. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What we got next, Kelly? All right, next is the Video Game Hall of Fame inaugural class. Now there's five things going in. No, six. Six things going in. Uh, it is Doom, Pac-Man, Pong, Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, and World of Warcraft. One think, of these things is not like the other. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, name them again. Yeah, we got yeah, Pong. That makes sense. Got Doom, Pac-Man, Pong, Super Mario Brothers, Tetris, and World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm cool with all that shit. I think yeah. Doom and... World of Warcraft, it's a little early to be in. If this is the first class, it's a little early to induct. Yeah, I wouldn't have put World of Warcraft in there. I mean, World of Warcraft is, you know, the one of the first, and definitely as of now, the most successful MMO. Right, but like Easily. the Easily. second class. How about that? Yeah, I wouldn't have made it first but, class. But then again, who do we replace World of Warcraft I mean, or Doom You got with? your preeminent platformer, your preeminent, you know, shooter. Puzzle game. I go Wolfenstein over Doom, though. I mean, what if it's the video game Hall of Fame? Why aren't we inducting like the Atari Twenty Six Hundred or the the NES? I mean, let's be real. You can't go anywhere and see this. <laughs> I, that'd be cool, though. It's as much a Hall of Fame as the fucking WWE Hall of Fame Which, is. Okay. No, we're getting Nintendo Land. Yeah, true. You honestly, know, honestly. Over World of Warcraft, I would have put EverQuest in there first. Because that was the original MMO. The World RPG. Video Game Hall of Fame based at the History Museum, The Strong, in Rochester, New York. Let's go, guys. So Christmas. fuck me, you can go, apparently. <laughs> How about that? I'd say they put in WoW over EverQuest, though, because... If- just think of how much how much it's sold over what the ten years it's been going. Yeah, and it's still around. Yeah, yeah it's still going is, strong. Yeah. What about like asteroids or Galaga? Fucking joust. <laughs> I love joust. Joust. They'll get in eventually. It's it's like Lee said, it's be like the Snake WWE Pit. Hall of Fame. Everything will be in eventually. So yeah. You guys used to play that Snake Pit on Atari? Yeah. Is that what it was? Snake Pit? Or Pitfall? Pitfall, Pitfall yeah. <laughs> that and fucking uh, the helicopter game I loved. They need to put in the E.T. Atari game as like the Coco Beware of this Hall of Fame. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Coco. Coco, watch out. Coco, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> I showed that to my brother the other day. He about had a stroke. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Coco Beware in the most brutal squash match of all time? Against? Some dude called the Patriot. Oh, I remember the like, Patriot. Del Wilkes, the Patriot. Yeah. It's somewhere in, I think it's Memphis. It's a Memphis show. And Coco just beats the shit out of this dude. And to the point where he knocks him out and then lifts him up for like a brain buster while the dude's knocked out. Oh shit! So Coco's the one squashing the Patriot. That's surprising. Yeah, 
And so the best part is at the end when the ref is counting, when the ref gets to his two count, Coco just slaps the shit out of the Patriot. Jesus. <laughs> it's Wakes him up. the most brutal fucking thing I've seen in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I think the, the Patriot's legacy is the fact that they essentially took his theme music and gave it to Kurt Angle. Yeah, that's kind of all there's got. I can find this. Coco, where the Patriot? It's just like a... There we go. You know what I'm video fine. game I'd like to see in the Video Game Hall of Fame? Rampage. Gosh. Yeah, Rampage. <laughs> that game fucking rules all of it. I just linked it in the chat if you guys want to check Probably out. Probably the first game where you're arguably the villain. Yeah, you actually get to play yeah. as the monster. God, that game ruled, you guys. Yeah, I loved Rampage. Holy shit, where is this match taking place? CWA. 86, holy crap. Yeah. He doesn't even have a fucking parrot. No. <laughs> this is just, he's not Coco Beware, he's Coco Ware. And this and the Patriot must have fucked the wrong person's wife. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's just Coco out at this point. Yeah, Coco yeah. looks kind of fucking scary. Yeah. Just stiff ass clothesline and punches. <laughs> See, that's what Coco's cooking. <laughs> oh, and the Patriot cannot sell worth a, a damn. I love the trunks over the singlet. <laughs> it's always a nice, it's a bold choice. Like that, Superman. Superman, yeah. Yeah. I was always a fan. Chicken the fuck out of him. <laughs> oh, that clothesline. Yeah. I was always a Jesus, fan. Jesus, he just fucking kicked the shit out of him. <laughs> he just punched him. Yeah. Oof. Oh my God. Stop Jesus. it. Someone think about the children. He's already <laughs> dead. <laughs> he just walked on him. Wait until you get to the slap. Oh, just kicking the shit out of this guy. Jesus. What's up, oh, Coco B. God. Goldberg? Right, Kelly, next time you find a match like this. He fucking let slaps me... him as he's pinning him. <laughs> this needs to be... um. This, like, you and Mike doing commentary on something like this should be a part of PCW. <laughs> Good God. What did he say to him before they walked out? Yeah, for those of you playing at home, you go to YouTube, check out CWA, The Patriot versus Coco Ware. That's K-O-K-O Ware. Oh, my God. World star. <laughs> Matt's done. I'm out of the ring. Fuck you. Don't Get the fuck off me, Rush. Yeah, that was a lot worse than those two moms fighting in... Walmart with the kid throwing punches. <laughs> Jesus. Brutal. Oh, I love showing that video to people. <laughs> Take us home, Kelly. What we got? All right, final story. Uh, we got a dinosaur that's nickname is Hellboy. His Woo! real name is Regaliceratops Peter Huskey. His real name is Fat <laughs> Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> oh, he just looks yeah, like he a guy. the name up. Uh, like triceracop? Yeah, it looks like a goddamn <laughs> <Yes>. triceracop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it gets the name Hellboy because he's got two horns right above his right above his eyes. Yeah. And he, so they they just went with that name. I guess after they had officially named him, like one of the scientists thought up that and they're like, Oh damn it, why didn't we call him that? Yeah, we can call him Hellboy. <laughs> Push his glasses Which, up. 
which with those little <laughs> horns makes it like the metalist dinosaur of all time. Yeah. He looks metal as fuck. Yeah, but those little horns ain't going to do shit besides hold someone there. Stab someone's eyes out. Yeah, with this yeah, fucking nose horn s- to boot shit. You can stab anyone. They're too short to stab anyone's eyes out. I stab a T-Rex in the dick. <laughs> the front horn's going to stab the T-Rex in the dick before the eye horns. Good, they ain't fucking in the lake anymore. Finkle yeah. and eye, Finkle and <laughs> eye horn. Fat, Finkle and eye horn. T Rex, the gut's gonna block everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, fucking the little horns get the gut out of the way. Nose horn goes to the tick. Does that work? <laughs> Why are we still finding dinosaurs? I think because God <laughs> continues to test us <laughs> to make yeah. sure that we, you know, don't. They still don't believe. Let me put some more out there. Yep. Six thousand years. Six thousand years. Yeah, they're only six thousand years. Yeah. Uh, I think it's kind of fucking cool that we're still finding dinosaurs, actually. Yeah, because I mean, we probably were finding new dinosaurs back then, but no one thought that they looked any different. Because sometimes, yeah, like if those horns come off the fossil that they found, yeah, it just looks like a normal triceratops. Yeah. At that point. And they so finally like, found one that had, you know, the shit on there. Oh, hey, this is a new thing. Yeah, like they probably found thirty variations of. The brontosaurus, but they all look the same. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. That's you know, it's a little bit of wonder in the world left. That makes me very happy. I I just you know, as a kid, like there were ten dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and then as as you get older, they keep discovering new dinosaurs, and then they're trying to tell me that dinosaurs had feathers. I'm like, no, that's like telling me that. Uh, Fucking Santa Claus has nine dicks. <laughs> That's just not what I picture in my head. I mean to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to have a seat. He just has a bouquet of dicks down there in his red velvet pants. A bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically an edible arrangement for Mrs. Claus. This Valentine's Day, show her you love her. Go out and get her a bouquet of dicks. <laughs> Zero in the chat says dinosaurs are a lot like Pokemon. They discover another hundred every few years. And that's not (laughs) that's not helping because I don't like Pokemon. Uh, Yeah, but just like Pokemon, all he needs is a goddamn Dragonite and he'll be wrecking fucking shops. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Like, okay, you can discover new dinosaurs. That's fine. But like, if you're going to keep discovering dinosaurs, get to a point where you can actually make me a dinosaur. Make one. Like, someone found blood recently. I saw the headline. Oh, God, I, that's so fucking scary, dude. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, we don't... No, no. That's... Yeah. That's scary. I've seen I, that that's scarier. Clone dinosaurs are like, you know, singularity-level AI. I don't know which terrifies me more. Oh, we're fucked when the singularity starts cloning dinosaurs. <laughs> you, you can't. Here, look at it this way. Well, you the robots ride. are rising up and they're riding dinosaurs in to kill us. <laughs> Ain't that some shit? Goddamn. Yeah. You can't ride the AI, but you can ride a dinosaur. Yeah, just just like I would rather dinosaurs come back than to deal with a zombie apocalypse. I'd much rather deal with dinosaurs than. Uh, Skynet, because yeah, and that's fucking crazy. Like maybe Skynet, but like dinosaurs over zombies is fucking insane. Like, yeah, I, f- I, I would rather deal with dinosaurs yeah, over. Yeah, zombies. I mean, one, you can take out a zombie. 
But yeah, remember, but at least a dinosaur you can see coming. Yeah, you know I mean, you're not going to get surprise attacked by a dinosaur. Yeah. And remember, and my logic. Your loved ones aren't going to die and turn into dinosaurs. Exactly. No, you weren't there. <laughs> if we're going by zombie and dinosaur rules, you're not going to die and turn into a dinosaur. And well, the reason we only found one of these Hellboy Triceratops barbecue. is because the Triceratops got bit by a fucking megalodon. <laughs> and out came the regular Ceratops. No, I like where uh, Jose was going to barbecue. First. Yeah. But you could sure as shit make some fucking Bronto burgers. <laughs> yeah, I want to go. With some of that fucking uh, um, Flintstones. You bring me a rack of ribs to my car. That's what I was about to say. I want to go get some Brontosaurus ribs and catch a drive in. Yeah. So I'm down. Yeah, yeah, alligator's yeah, really good. I bet dinosaur would be delicious. And we got fucking bazookas. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to worry about being loud. Wait, where did you get a bazooka, Jose? <laughs> Government issue. Yours didn't come in the I can fortify my house against you know a moderate sized zombie pack. I can't. You're, you're I can't fortify my house against one stegosaurus. Well, we're but not going to be under stuck. attack by dinosaurs. They're not going to be like just an invasion suddenly. T Rex and apex predator, son. They'll just be somewhere. We'll, well, there'll be people to deal with them. Uh, life, um, uh, life, life, life um, finds a way. <laughs> yeah, and fucking, we arm ourselves, and we no fucking go hunt. shitting his pants. But you yeah, gotta humans think about find a way to end life too. So what we yeah. doing? Yeah, you gotta think about all the wild animals that are already out there, Lee. <laughs> I try horses. not to. Horses, oh, yeah, Lee. Horses. horses are everywhere. <laughs> I can throw a fucking rock at a horse from here. It's a nightmare world. Dinosaurs are basically just leathery horses. Yeah. I don't think that's true. <laughs> horses are, by their nature, leathery horses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No. Yeah, oh. I, I would much rather live in a world of dinosaurs than zombies. I decided yeah. this past weekend that Jurassic World is probably going to be terrible. Well, yeah. But I'm going to yeah. love it. And then oh, that's yeah. just trailer number one. Yeah. yeah. And if that trailer taught me anything, it's that Chris Pratt can train velociraptors. So I want to be have some raptor buddies. Yeah. I can't have zombie buddies unless I chop off their arms and their mouth and make them carry my bags. Unless we're following Shaun of the Dead rules, in which case you fucking play Caden with Xbox and I think it'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. But just that one, though, because you, you would have to find, you know what I mean? You'd have to be able to get them to do whatever they loved doing. You're not going to get someone who did By the end of Shaun of the Dead, they'd fucking domesticated zombies. They had them doing, like, menial uh, yeah. tasks and shit. Yeah, but those are also your loved ones. Taking jobs from hardworking live people. Here's the thing. I've only got a handful of loved ones. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking tight circle. <laughs> like, I mean... Super tight. So. Yeah, and all of you guys together can take down a fucking dinosaur. Have you seen my friends and loved ones? Uh, give it a shot. I think you'd fucking love it. <laughs> by by fucking a year in, Lee's a fucking warrior riding horses in the battle. Fucking Captain American <laughs> Devil Dinosaur and that shit. Fucking pulling yeah. that goddamn um, prom king sword. And crown out. <laughs> I, I imagine him dressed. And that's fucking legit times to wear it, sir. Dressed like uh, Dimension X Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah right. 
Yeah, fucking uh, Dinosaur Time Lee is a fucking, he's Conan. (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to the summer where we all go out and kill us a dinosaur for the 4th of July feast. The drink and shoot. I don't want to kill a dinosaur. A fucking dinosaur skull with like its mouth open that's like, and then like your bed. Yeah, yeah bearskin okay. bear rug, dinosaur skull head. It would be a more oh. metal world with dinosaurs, for sure. Did you guys know Vince McMahon has a T-Rex skull in his office? That's awesome. I heard that. I do now. That does not surprise me. <laughs> That's one of the bits from Last Man on Earth is he goes around the country and steals a bunch of expensive shit. And he, he steals a T-Rex head and puts it on his dinner table. That's kind of rad. That's awesome. All right, so let's uh let's talk about comic books. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Comic books. Yeah. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. All right. So, uh, man, want to talk about some f- some fun comic books, man? Group number one is some fun comic books. That was surprisingly great. <laughs> yeah, lots of fun. The guy uh, that writes it, he, I guess, writes on Kimball's show, Jimmy Kimball's show, and wrote, uh, I think he wrote that, like, at least part of that Inhuman Captain America Spider-Man special story that they did or whatever. And so, you know, to my, in my opinion, it's a basically interchangeable with a Rocket Raccoon book, essentially. You know, it's just... You know, space cartoons with Rocket and Groot, which is what the Rocket Raccoon book is, too, basically. But, you know, Groot wants to get back to Earth, and so they're hitchhiking through space, Rocket and Groot are. And it is so much fun. It is so much damn fun. They get picked up at one point by um, like a group of scrolls all looking like the same lame white guy. And then, you know, once the, uh, the disguises start slipping, they start fighting and shit like that, one of them accidentally turns into Groot with a rocket head. They kidnap, you know, basically they, they steal baby Superman's ship and leaves him on a plan to explode or whatever. It's just really, it's ridiculous cartoony shit. And it is a lot of fun. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I actually liked it more than the Rocket Raccoon series. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was really, really damn fun. And, and again, this is one of those things where we're fucking, you know, issue number one. It's like, are we really going to get like, another number one Groot in a few months when Secret Wars is over? That seems kind of silly. Well, we only got six issues, or I think it was like only six issues of Rocket Raccoon before they put that on hiatus to do Groot. Oh, so this is in place of it. Okay, uh, I guess I did not realize that. Yeah, because Rocket's done for now. There were more than six of that. There was like, a, like maybe 12 of that, I thought. Was it really? Okay. I could, I could be, be wrong. wrong, but let's find out. Regardless, a lot of damn fun. And I guess, you know, I am kind of glad to know that they're not trying to, uh, you know, because really, you, you don't need both of those. No. You, you just don't. Uh, yeah, 11 Rocket Raccoons. In oh, okay. Game. Wow. Good stuff. That made that a lot farther than I thought. Uh, and, uh, but that was, that was really fun, too, though. Like, I like that book as well. But yeah, you don't need it and the group book. You, you just no. You just don't. That, that's silly times. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got? The Guardians team up. Uh, issue was Gamora and Nightcrawler in a uh, sword fighting space tournament, and it was pretty fucking cool too. Yeah, that Guardians team up books have been a lot of fun since it started. Like the last issue was like Rocket Raccoon and the Pet Avengers. 
just dumb. Just dumb fun shit. Like, why not? It's just dumb. Uh, I like dumb fun. Also fun, but in no way dumb, was Spider-Woman number eight. Loving that fucking book. Uh, really solid ending to this, you know. I'm going to go ahead and call it the first art because the Spider-Verse art doesn't really count. <laughs> this may well have been the first one, and it's really damn good. Um, what's his name? Um, Javier Rodriguez drew this one. And I thought first, I, I always get him, and the, okay, he's not the guy that did She-Hulk, right? No, that's um, Javier Pulido, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Their, their shit looks similar, but this didn't make my eyes hurt. So I realized, this can't be the same guy that did She-Hulk. This doesn't look like, you know, garbage. They have similar faces, but, you know, the eyes, you know, look like eyes and not dead circles like Javier Polito's art. Um, I think Javier Rodriguez used to either be um, Paulo Rivera's inker or colorist. I can't remember which. I can see some Paulo Rivera in here, yeah. And maybe. then he started doing penciling late, yeah. within, like, the past year or so. But it looks cool, and it sets the stage for more kind of like, you know, it's going to start, you know, Ben Yurich is going to be, sounds like a recurring supporting character in this book as will the the porcupine which i'm really all about man it's a really really good book really really liked it um you know superior iron man was not good just wasn't wasn't good i'm glad i never touched that book this just it never needed to happen i guess they they i guess they had to have something stick around at the end of sixes and they decided this had to be it. This is one of those things, though, where it's like, you know, who is this fucking dude? This guy, uh, Tom Taylor, who I've never heard of before, wrote this. Like, you know, Tom Taylor just doesn't get to decide to do this. Like, he can't just do it. Like, you know, somebody has to sign off on this shit. Like, this is a big deal that a comic book gets made. So, like, you know, at least one other person was like, fuck yeah, do that. And that blows my fucking mind. That was the guy. Tom Taylor was the guy that wrote the Injustice comic at DC, and then, and then they, uh, I think he, he wrote that for a while, and then they had him working on Earth Two, until okay. that was canceled. All right. Okay. Or ended, I should say. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Spider-Man eighteen point one. That is the uh, Spiral Part Three. This is. Jay Conway, man, like hopping back in like he never missed a fucking beat. Yeah, I'm liking this story it's a lot. Really cool, and it looks awesome. Carlo Barberi artwork is fucking great. Like, looks really good. There's this uh, awesome two page spread, like on the second and third page of the book, where Black Cat like hops across this like you know, these two gangs are going to war basically on this uh, unused uh, train line, L train line. And she, you know, hops across like all these fucking dudes and just puts them on their places in this this spread and they just kind of show different, you know, kind of iterations of her kind of hopping around. And it's really fucking cool looking. Like, it's really, really neat. And the Enforcers showed up. Goddamn right, the Enforcers showed up. Fucking love me some Fancy Dan. Fancy Dan and Ox and fucking what? Uh, oh, what the hell's his name? Uh, the guy with the hammers. Uh, I can't think of the last guy. <sighs> Shit. Fancy Dan and Ox are the only two I always remember. Fancy Dan and Ox, and then um, Hammer Guy, <laughs> Montana. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking great. Love the Enforcers. Those are, those are fucking great names, aren't they? Yeah. 
You're damn just, right they are. Just sight unseen. I'm scared of these guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fancy Dan, like, he, he's, he's, a modern, he's a modern man. He's fucking, you know, rocking a fedora at all times. Or, and this time, it wasn't even a fedora this time. It's like a, like a fucking, like a Dixie straw hat. <laughs> Which I don't think I appreciate. You need to get, get your shit together and br- bring back your fedora, Fancy Dan. <laughs> Way fancier. Um, also, in the Spidey world, uh, Spider-Man, num- uh, renew your vows, number one. Because autistic God Doom decided he wanted to make a world where Spider-Man and Mary Jane had that kid. Uh, Dan Slott wrote it. Adam Cooper drew it. So it looks really cool. And it's really fucking rad. Uh, yeah, I like this book a lot. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, babies, uh, she's like, what, maybe I put her around, probably around two. She's starting to talk or whatever, you know? Yeah, I figured two or three. Yeah, two or three-ish. So she, you know, it's a, he, Peter's still Spider-Man out there doing his thing. Uh, there's this, like, heroes are showing up dead. Like, you know, the powered, the, 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 uh, the uh, like, non-powered heroes are showing up dead. Powered heroes are just coming up missing. And so, like, the Avengers kind of bring in everybody. And while, you know, Spider-Man's, you know, kind of working and dealing with that, there's a, you know, break on Rikers. Venom gets out, goes to Peter's house, you know, kidnaps the baby. Shit goes crazy. And, you know, instead of going to help the Avengers, where, you know, they're fighting Regent and shit goes south, instead of that, he goes and saves his daughter. And, you know, that's the day the Avengers died. And, you know, so did Spider-Man because he killed Venom. In the fight, he killed Eddie Brock, killed Venom, and you know, put the mask away. It's a really, really good story. I liked it a lot. It looked really cool. Again, don't know that it makes any sense as far as like why this is a thing Doom wanted to do, but whatever. Let's not think about that. Don't think about that too hard. And that book reminded me, it's been so long since we've just seen normal Venom. Yeah. Like just normal bad guy Venom show up, and it was kind of nice. Yeah, he gave. The symbiote to Scorpion Gargan, yeah, yeah. in like that was in one two thousand. That was in Mark Miller's um, yeah. Marvel Knights Spider Man, which I really liked. I like, yeah, I like that book. I'm trying to think of when that was. That was. I'm googling it right now. You might be right around that time period, two thousand. 2001, 2002, I'd say. 2004. I thought it was I thought it was earlier than that. Okay, that makes sense because Civil War was 2006. This is right before that. Scarlet Witch is still yeah. X Men. So it's before House of M. Yeah. So yeah, it's about 2004. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 But point being, it's a long ass time. Like they've kept Venom rotating around for a little bit. They've you know. To their credit, not falling back and put you know put that status quo back for a long ass time. Yeah, Venom's Flash Thompson has been Venom for a while. Yeah, but I I, I was thinking the other day that I think that there are times when Bendis forgets that Venom's on the team <laughs> to the point to where one of the more recent issues they have this big fight in space, whatever, and Venom like you know shows up on the panel like shooting a bad guy, whatever, and Quill actually says, "Oh, hey, Venom." <laughs> I think <laughs> I think he forgets he's fucking supposed to be there. Man, yeah, that, that Marvel Nice book is good. I, I enjoy the hell out of this. Again, in context, don't make much sense. But, man, really, really good. Out of context. Um, What else? You want to talk about more Secret Wars stuff while we're on that? Yeah, yeah, what else we got? Are we, well, we got main Secret Wars. Yes, which, I mean, <laughs> which they reveal in this one that 
the God Doom is 616 Doom. And more surprisingly, the Doctor Strange that is like his constable is 616 Strange, making him the biggest dick in the world. But you know what? I'm not totally surprised that that's 616 because like he... Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange have gone on adventures in the past, and they've been sure. bros before. So, like, I, I can see it. I mean, they both have the interest in magic, and they fucking have this crazy ass like monument to the Molecule Man, and it just it just shows like you know like what a petty dickhead Doom is because like you know there's the 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 human torch is the sun like Johnny Storm is the sun right. Which is kind of awesome, but it's not like 616 Johnny Storm. It's just a Johnny Storm, and he's such yeah. a petulant dickhead. He's like, I never liked that fucking kid. Put him in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> like, I always hated that fucking guy. And of course, Doom is still Doom, so his face is still fucked up. Yeah, and you know, but to the point where he just kind of like doesn't have a nose and has fucked up teeth. Yeah. Which is going to, I was talking to Thatcher, and he said it's going to affect the way he hears Doom's voice in his head forever. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Because what does it sound like when you don't have a fucking nose? So strange. Michael Jackson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, the Cabal came out last issue. Uh, strange reveals to one of the young Thors that there's another ship that came out. And it was the Life Raft that has. Uh, no, no, Miles was in the, the Cabal ship. And so he takes Miles down and shows him, hey, I have another ship too. And it's the one that has Captain Marvel and Thor, like Lady Thor and Star-Lord and Phoenix, Phoenix Cyclops. Cyclops. <laughs> like, like, that's a fucking thing that's a thing. And 616 Reed, who I imagine Doom's not going to be happy to see. No, probably not. Probably not going to be thrilled to see that fucking guy. But there's a lot of a lot of setup in this issue, a lot of moving pieces to but but it's good. Like I do like this core story. Like the core series is pretty fucking rad. Like I like it, you know. Yeah. This is so much better than Hickman's Avengers. Oh, so much better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can't wait for this to come out in trade so I can pick it up and see what's going on. Yeah, this is the main secret wars book and it, it's yeah. silly and you know I'm with Gavin though. I'm with Gavin. I, I'm not uh, trade. But I feel like the rest of what's going on around it, these crazy ass minis and, and what around it are, are very disposable. And yeah, they're really fun, but they're really disposable. Yeah, and and, it's, and it doesn't make a lot of sense in the context of this is a world that Doom created. It just, but you know, to be fair, there was some shit that didn't make sense. You know, last Tuesday that made sense on Wednesday. So they 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 got time to bring it around for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because he they. I, I forget exactly what it was, but I remember reading something in this issue and kind of going, oh, all right, okay. They're, they're filling in some blanks, you know, not leaving it completely up for grabs. Uh, I, I really do like it. I also enjoyed the uh, Future Imperfect. Number one, I like that. See, I avoided that because Greg Land... Yeah, I did not know Greg Land until I opened it. I saw, and I knew it was. I, I didn't even know Peter David. Peter David was writing it. I just know that, like in the Hulk book, you know, they have actually made reference to, you know, Maestro being a dormant thing inside of the Hulk. So, like, you know, so they, I thought maybe they would pick up on some of those threads. Uh, not necessarily. They didn't necessarily do that. Uh, 
but it's the uh, future imperfect is again Greg Landeraz it looks like shit, but <laughs> there's this uh, the, Ruby she's a mutant. Uh, her body, she's uh, something, her first name is something or other, and last name is Summers. So she's a Summers. Her body is made of ruby quartz, which is kind of cool. And she has optic blast. But she's pimping around through the desert, comes across Odin, fucking old ass, broken, beat up Odin in the desert. You know, and she's like, I, you know, I'm, yeah, I am Odin. She's like, like one of the Thors. I'm like, not quite, but something kind of like that. And so, you know, she takes him back to their, you know, underground resistance where, like, you know, they're all fighting, you know, you know, rebelling against Maestro, you know, because he's taken over all the shit. You know, the Hulk went bad, took over all kinds of shit. This is a story that Peter David wrote back in the day, and he's writing this thing, so that's cool. You know, she takes uh, Odin down to under the under the lair. He's meeting the leaders and shit like that, and that's when he pulls up his eye patch and reveals he's not Odin at all. He's old-ass Bruce Banner and turns into Maestro and kills a bunch of people. Which is pretty ballin', actually. <laughs> it's pretty fucking rad. Like, that's some cool shit. And then uh, the thing shows up on the last page to fight Maestro, and he looks like he's floating in space. Not because he is, but because he's drawn really shittily. <laughs> is he orgasming too? He's not orgasming. Okay. But but there's like a background, and there's just this stationary thing just pacing on top of it. His foot in no way contouring to the environment that it's standing upon. <laughs> like it's <just laughs> truly fucking awful. <laughs> like, boy, howdy, was it bad? Um, what else? The Battle World book. I'm done with that shit. It's dumb. I don't. I don't. I don't appreciate it. I did. Uh, I did like that Howard the du- the duck story. The where Duck Blade showed up. But yeah, but just two. Uh, it's it's too it's too much it's too disposable like yeah you know it, it's nothing anyone needs to read yeah so I got you know limited amounts of time and money and patience so yeah. no we're we're done with that um second issue of Master Kung Fu was awesome and see I'm not reading that and maybe I should be because that one's Major really Fist. cool in this issue uh, uh, Shang Chi took on some students and they are Morlocks that's kind of cool one is Marrow one's Caliban. Uh, one is uh, Wolvesbane. So it's really cool to see how they're working in other characters into like this kung fu world. That's kind of rad. Yeah, it's it's really good. I like that one a lot. That's next to Old Man Logan. I think that might be my favorite of the Secret Wars tie-ins so yeah, far. Man, Logan book was cool. Yeah, it was. What else? What else came out? So uh, what is the, the Old Man Logan? Because that's an old story, right? Didn't they did one already? Yeah, that's super back? old. But okay, yeah, but what? It's just more stories of that character. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, with a little, you know, with a little twist of Secret Wars thrown into it. But it's you know, it's old Logan after he's you know broken his vow to not become violent again because you know he had to go and kill the Red Skull at the end of the old man Logan story, which is a really fucking cool story anyway. That that I have not gotten into the original old man logan is old man logan and blind old man hawkeye riding across the country in the spider buggy going to deliver a package in las vegas the original old man logan is big jim time traveling dad that's true (laughs) (laughs) well i'm just gonna settle down and raise some crops here and hope hulk doesn't kill my family (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was the, the the story that gave us Tyrannosaurus Venom. Like, 
You're one of your fucking beloved clone T Rexes got out. Yes, please. And that shit got venomed up. It was terrifying. I'll take four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, Old Man Logan is a story that has a lot of cool stuff in it, but it's got some problems. It's well, written by it's Mark Miller, Miller, right? got his groove back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's Mark Miller. Problems. It's Mark Miller. So <laughs> so how much rape is in there? Uh, I believe uh, there is some. Im- I think this was during Miller's heavy rape period. So I believe yeah. there is some implied. It's a Marvel book, so they can't show it. But I think there is some implied bad shit at some point with the maybe Hulk's Barton's daughter. Something right. I could be wrong, but this is from a period where I would have been really surprised if there wasn't. Yeah. But, you know, that shit, I think that, that shit might have sailed because Starlight was really good. Uh, issue four of Chrononauts comes out tomorrow. And again, we're, we're three years into Chrononauts and there's been nary a rape. Yep. Jupiter's Circle or Jupiter. Yeah, Jupiter's Legacy. Sorry. Is the one. Fuck, which is it? Jupiter's something. Uh, th- the third issue came out this past week and still no rapes. Still. No, I read the first issue of one of those and it was really late. So I didn't read the second one, but that. That gave me a vibe that that one could have got rapey. Nice to know that it didn't. He's yeah. just lulling you into a false sense of security, and then just when you least expect, expect it, you're going to get <laughs> raped. Which, from what I understand, most rapes didn't happen. Yeah, you got to build up to it. You can't just jump right to it. But that's, that, was, that was Miller's M.O., man. Like, you know, whether the story called for it or not, there was going to be some, some sexual assaults. Yep. To the point yeah, of where it was, uh, it was a fucking Miller trope there for a while. He must have read a lot of Alan Moore comics. <laughs> must have. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, last one I'll talk about. Uh, two things real quick. I did read Fight Club 2 number one today, Jose, and you're right. That shit is fun. That's really oh, cool. you, you're nice. Nice, yeah. right? Really, you dig it, right? Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, it. So I, I, I talked to the lady, and she says right now there's four definite that are coming out. And it looks like it's one a month with no end date given. You know what I mean? Like they're not telling them there's only twelve of them, so oh, they nice. don't know yet. Cool. Right yeah, it's now, list, it's, it's showing listed up as in previews ongoing. as ongoing. Nice. Which is kind of nuts. Yeah. That's so cool. I, I'm in. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. I just I have to say, I have to say that I hate when Jose uses the term "the lady" when he's not talking about his girlfriend. Because then the I minute get confused. There, I thought he was, oh. and it became clear he wasn't. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'll work on that. <laughs> uh, but the last okay, one... okay. So it'll be the lady and my lady. There you go. That'll work. Okay, okay. Booyah. Or a lady, a lady. I like that. I like that. I was talking to some lady or my lady. <laughs> <laughs> last one. Uh, real quick, Justice League forty-one. Which is remarkable. Uh, one because it looks amazing. Jason Fabok on art is spectacular. Is Justice League finally good? Um, I mean it's all right. It's getting there. Yeah, the last uh, last arc with the Amazo virus I really liked. Uh, that was the first one where Fabok was on art, and I thought it was really really cool. So when when did it start getting good again? If I were to look for Justice League on trade at some point in my life, I would get the Amazo virus trade. Because that's yeah. the, the recent cool. story that just happened. Yeah, that one was really neat. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's not been great. It started to pick up after Forever Evil, which was the Amazo virus. Yeah, oh, was that? I thought there was something else right before. Oh, before that, yeah, there was the one where they hunted down the Power Ring chick. Yeah, that's right. 
where they fought like the metal man and shit, which was kind of neat. But you know, it was uh, Doom Patrol they fought. Yeah, Doom Patrol. That was it. I get those. Conf- yeah, metal men were in for every evil. Yeah, and I loved those metal man issues. Yeah, those were. Yeah, I would like to see. I would read more of those. Yeah, I really want. I was really hoping for them to announce a metal man book by Johns. But uh, see, Jason Fabok in this issue redesigns Mister Miracle. Now I don't know shit about Mister Miracle, other than what they tell me in his expository word balloons. So cool, whatever. I got no beef with him, but. I know Mr. Miracle is a thing, and he's always been one of those things that I pointed at and laughed at DC for having because he looked goddamn ridiculous. Um, Mr. Miracle looks cool as shit right now. Like, that new design is pimp. Like, really fucking cool. But the thing that struck me about this more than anything is that Batman's in it. And not like robot rabbit ear Batman, but like Batman Batman. Yeah, this makes no sense in current continuity. And Superman has his normal powers. Yeah, Superman has his powers and doesn't have a buzz cut, so... I figured out with someone we were talking about when this could take place, and we figured it has to take place before the Johns run on Superman and before Batman Eternal. And see, and that's just really sloppy. I don't don't like that. That puts it around a year behind all the other comics that are coming out. Right. And not because this book's a year late. This is issue 41. Batman 41 with Rabbit Your Batman comes out tomorrow. They're just playing playing loosey-goosey with the time. And, you know, that's what got you in this fucking mess to begin with, DC. That said, it's really cool. I, I like the story, and it looks fucking awesome. Can't stress it enough how goddamn good it looks. Uh, but right after at the after the uh, last page, there's a uh, one of those big two page ads for DCU YOU with Justice League of America again with Batman Batman new number one issue starting with actual fucking Batman. So maybe we're gonna find out tomorrow that Bruce Wayne's not dead. I don't know. Whatever the fuck. Well, that's because Brian Hitch has been working on that book for like three years now or something I like hope that. so, because if not, how fucking foolish do you have to be to put Brian Hitch in a comic book at this point? Writing like, and drawing. If there's not 12 issues of this shit in the can already, they're morons. <laughs> because he can't be trusted otherwise. Nope. It can't be done. Anything else we're talking about, Kelly? I uh, got Wicked and Divine issue 12. Oh, yeah. That, that shit, shit is a gut punch. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to say anything too revealing. Because that's one of those books that I think we'll we'll definitely read different and possibly better in trade. And we'll probably pick up steam down the line, but man, yeah, that was one totally unexpected. <laughs> yeah, I read that today and it it, it hit me in the gut. And the funny thing is you can say, like, oh, it's totally unexpected and it's a gut punch, but you won't guess what happens. Right. Yeah, no. Not like when they were, they're talking about how, oh, Marvel added a crazy new twist to Han Solo's origin. I said, oh, that chick's his wife. <laughs> and then sure as shit, I read the issue, that chick's his wife. What chick? Who's Han banging? The, the bounty hunter that they showed, like, for a panel in the last issue. What we thought was a bounty hunter chasing down Han Solo. And then all the headlines, oh, made you a twist, and oh, so that chick's his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Allegedly, Han's been dipping it in the cocoa without letting Leia know. 
Well, this is before he had any reason to let Leia know it. Yeah, but but you know, this is it's between episode four and episode five, right? When Han Solo was still a dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, but you know, there, there's there's some. I, I, I guess it wasn't until Empire that they really started to if fall they, for if each they other. weren't doing anything you know he's not really doing anything they're wrong. killing that dialogue too between the two of them between Han and Leia like the the contempt that Leia has for him is palpable I and love it's, it's that really you pronounce good. it Han <laughs> because there there are people uh, uh, doesn't Lando pronounce it Han he does yeah I think Luke does sometimes so you tell me, you tell me, Han's dipping it in the cocoa. I just assume he's banging Lando. Well, <laughs> uh, I mean, that was me and Mary's theory. Is maybe it's it's Lando's sister, not like sister. Oh but shit, like sister. that'd be amazing. <laughs> and and that's one of the reasons in uh, Empire that Lando's like, you son of a bitch. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> but no, yeah, but yeah, you're not gonna guess the the the, the wicked and divine thing here, man, and it's. But yeah, it was sad. Yeah, like, I wasn't like I, really I, I was sad. Not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a really good book. I'd say I'd, it's worth jumping on. Yeah, it. Uh, or I think maybe the next issue might be the last of them because like they're doing a series of just one-off issues where it's drawn by different. Each issue is drawn by a different artist. Okay, yeah, because I know that they're doing that. But immaterial girl thing. Yeah, after they're bring, that. they're bringing back phonograms. So yeah, I think the next, I think the next trade worth of issues is just one-off stories, all drawn by different artists. That's interesting. That, I would I'd be interested in that. That's cool. Cause yeah, I think like the first one is going to be about the guy that looks like Prince. Cool. Was, that's was totally not Prince at all. Because <laughs> that's an interesting world that I would like to see more of that stuff flashed out. Because this, that's one of those where there are like. Morning Glories, I had to stop reading because there were too many fucking characters, and it was just it was frustrating because they just kept giving me more questions and no no answers. Yeah, I jumped off. Of, I finally, after eight volumes, jumped off of Morning Glories. Oh man, yeah, that's that's a long time. But because I my did they I, keep I, adding I was, characters and more questions and no answers? Yeah, and I kept reading it, and like I I got halfway through volume eight, and I just sat there and I thought. I didn't think this book this book would still be running. No, I never would have <laughs> guessed that. I thought this ride would be over by now, and I don't think I want to keep reading it at this point. Yeah, I would have never guessed they'd be going for that long. I'm thinking this yeah. has got a three year shelf life, Max. Yeah. But yeah, no, but but Wicked and Divine has, you know, lots of characters. You know, they're based off these like obscure gods. I I know my mythologies. Like that's a fucking hobby of mine. And some of these motherfuckers I've never heard of before. And that's that's impressive to me, at least. Yeah. Um, and I would like to know more about them and kind of more about the rules of this world. So, but at the same time, I'm never frustrated by this. No, and the cool thing is, it has a shelf life of yes. two years in story. Yeah, yeah, because in in two years story time, they'll all be dead. Yep, that's really neat. Yeah. So yeah, really, really cool. Um, and then yeah. the other thing that I read that's worth talking about. Is Transformers versus GI Joe issue seven? Yeah, see, so, yeah, people love that book. I don't give a fuck enough about GI Joe to care, but man, people say that book is crazy town banana pants. Let me tell you about issue seven. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the end of last issue, the book ends with 
Scarlet in an insane asylum and everything that we've seen is a dream so far. So the issue spent is with Scarlet trying to adjust back to real life and talking with her doctors and them telling her, you know, and G.I. Joe and Transformers, those are just kids' cartoons and stuff. You can't keep thinking it's real. So eventually she adjusts to real life. And mind you, her doctor is uh, Mr. Dr. Mindelbender. Dr. Mindelbender? <laughs> <laughs> so eventually she shaves her head or half of her head and finds like some kind of device in her head and she hooks it up to some electricity and gets a message from a uh, head G.I. Joe guy and that's when she realizes she's not in the real world and they discover it, that's when shit gets crazy because then she kills oh, her husband oh that's when it gets crazy? yeah she slits her husband's throat and sets her kids on fire and leads like a rebellion of all these other G.I. Joe characters that are in this town with her. And they leave, and it turns out they were all inside of Metroplex. What the fuck? <laughs> and they had they were driving a bunch of cars that were also Transformers that had been brainwashed by Cobra slash the Decepticons. And so at this point, the Transformers didn't know they weren't cars yet. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Huh. That sounds yeah. kind of fucking nuts. It really does. It's, it's probably the most insane comic this is I read. Seven? On a, yeah, this, this is issue seven. Of these? seven. That's, that makes you want to go back and check this out. Have it's a fucking solid? rad comic. Is that I, right? Like, yeah, there is at one point, I can't remember if it was last issue or the issue before that, where Megatron had killed um, uh, Grimlock. And he attached his head, Grimlock's head, to his hand like he was the Megatron from Beast Wars. Nice. And mind you, he's also wearing Bumblebee's head around his neck on a chain. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Damn. Like, this book is so insane. But it looks I... like 80s Transformers comics, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's drawn by Tom Scioli, and he makes it look like an 80s comic. Yeah, this this is one of my favorite comics every month that it comes out. It's so good. All right, all right. Yeah, I gotta to, uh, is there a shelf life on this? Or is this I have no idea how long this book is going to run. Let's write, let's write this crazy train, huh? Yeah, it seems like they're going to put it out as long as he as they're allowed to. <laughs> like, right. I am so shocked every time I read it that Hasbro just lets them put out this kind of like crazy art comic. <laughs> Well, all right. I'm adding that to the fucking list. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I do apologize. And Nas, when to get out here a little early, anybody else, anything else you want to talk about before we get the fuck out of here? Comic-wise? Once, I, twice? Jose, you read comics, didn't you? I, I did read comics. What you got, sir? Go ahead. <laughs> little disappointed, kind of, but I don't know, man. I thought Robin died. Robin does die, right? Yes. yes. I thought he died during the death of the family run nope. with the Joker thing. That is a metaphorical so, death. Yeah, <sighs> he died during Batman Incorporated when a crazy roided out clone of himself killed him. But it's fine because he's back now already because Darkseid. 
Well, I finished the because I, I found you know I took them back issue box and got the Batman's I was missing to finish that. I finished that thinking that I was like, well, where the fuck's the death? Nope. Yeah, that death is purely metaphorical. Yep. It's Which, the to death. be fair, have they like, really recovered from? I liked the story. The story. The story was awesome. I liked the story. I, I was. I was just expecting to see that. I thought the Joker was behind that. Nope. Man, you're going to love Endgame then. <laughs> which one? Which one is that? That's the one that just wrapped up. The big Joker story they just wrapped up. Uh, it's fucking nuts. All right. All right. Yeah, I gotta get back on my Batman's, but I think I'm gonna hit it up and trade because I'm 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 too far behind, and it's gonna cause. I was looking at some of them back issues, and it's like fucking. Some of them are sixteen bucks. Yep. I'm not. I'm not paying. No, you can get the you can get fucking the zero year story for thirty bucks in trades tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So so I I am done. I'm capped off on my single issues of Batman. I have everything up until. Uh, the Requiem. Yeah, you can... See, and, and, and that's the other thing that got me too was um, the cover of the of the last one I have has the boots on it. So I thought this was what happens after he dies. It is, but it he is. dies in a different but, series, but, yep. right? So that's what got me. So yeah. fucking, that's just you know I, I can't even that, I can't even fault DC for that. That's just a thing that happens in comics. But yeah. I loved how he fucking. He was like, I'll whisper it in your, you know, I'll whisper your name in your ear. And Joker's like, I don't want to fucking listen, motherfucker. Yeah. I, I loved the story. Yeah, like it's, I said, you're going I was to just love it. expecting something else to, to happen. So, all right, I'll trade it up. But I did cash in some more back issue bucks. And I have all the Wonder Woman's up until Azarello walks off. And then you stop. Yeah, then you yeah, and I'm done on that. I'm done on that. Uh, and I'm as, uh, let's see what number I'm at. And then you tell me what else I'm missing. I got up to 21 on Hawkeye, but I'm missing 19. 22 is the last issue that has not come out yet. That'll be out in July. Probably. Yeah. So you're caught so up when you find 19. Completely caught up. Yeah. Once I get 19. Yeah. Okay, cool. And they didn't have the Turtles books I fucking wanted. Cocksuckers. What, where are you at on Turtles? Uh, I don't know. I'm missing a couple of micro-series. I'm missing uh, two and... One and three of the Foot Clan origin. And then... Uh, I, I got PDFs of all those. I'm missing legal. 18, 19, and then everything from 22 on. Legal PDFs, too. Legal. Sure. But you got to read them at your computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but that's it. That's all I read. Uh, uh, and and it, it had been so long since I, I you know, because I made it all the way. I had the one where he they had the face-off on the bridge. And I think the one I ended was when he was on his way to back to Arkham. And Joker had that whole, you know, Arkham under his control. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. So I just went ahead and, and went all the way back and just 
read the whole arc over. Yeah, you know what I mean? From yourself. the start of the Joker arc to the end of the Joker arc. And it was pretty good. Yeah, I love. I read that again pretty recently, actually. I still want to read that one you're talking about, the uh, Black Mirror. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, that's that's my... the best thing Snyder's ever written. Yeah, that shit is great. It's from when Dick was Batman, but god damn, it's good. Scott Snyder kept apologizing to us at Special Edition for messing up his lines, and I felt so bad. <laughs> He's a sweetheart. He is a sweetheart. I'm like, don't apologize to me, Scott Snyder. Claremont too. Fucking Negan blew Claremont's mind. <laughs> Claremont's mind is probably already partially blown. No shaking, though, man. No. Run man, by the, uh, what's what's shaking idea? Yeah. That's happening. I, yeah, that's it. I uh, messaged Kelly at one point. And I said, "Hey, one of the uh, new Reed Pop employees is wearing a New Japan Pro Wrestling shirt, and I thought of you." And he said, "Too." <laughs> Too sweet that guy for me. <laughs> so the next day, I was able to bring it up. I was like, uh, told my friend about your New Japan Pro Wrestling shirt, and he told me to too sweet you. And I put the too sweet out, and he fucking left me hanging. And he's like, what? no, man, no, I'm not all about that Bullet Club. I'm about chaos. I guess chaos are the good guys. Chaos is kind. They're still kind of bad guys, but everyone loves them regardless. Okay. So no two. I got totally denied the two sweet. Shut down. So that I'm guy's on like my. If you, that guy's like on my list. Been hanging. You don't deserve the two sweet. <laughs> yeah. Speaking speaking of New Japan, in the past two weeks, I watched about twenty hours of the Best of the Super Juniors tournament. It's a lot which of wrapped up on yeah, wrapped up on Sunday and and in an amazing show. So it made it all worth it. Awesome. Fucking a right. Is that it? Are we? Is that the show? Yeah, let's get out of here early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. All right. Well, thank you, Gavin, for hanging out. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, if any of them kids running around your neighborhood runs from you after you accost them and they drop some drugs, you know, just fucking FedEx I that shit. Kick man. them to the gutter. I don't, oh. I'm trying to clean <laughs> up my neighborhood. I'm trying to make it not be the Detroit of the Midwest. <laughs> well, you can get it out of the neighborhood without putting it in the gutter. <laughs> what we're saying. Hey, put it in a peanut butter jar and send it to someone. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Kelly knows what's up. That's how you send, send drugs, to, kids. To Mr. Obama, and I will expect a thank you note for doing <laughs> my part. Send it to Mahoney. You'll like it. It's fine. <laughs> He is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Here, well, that's the I show. Let's, some... do this, uh, let's do this shit again next week. Why not? Feel good about it. Let's do it. Uh, you can join us next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpage.com. Um, we're getting dangerously close to Popcast 300, guys. It's the fucking real deal. It's real. It's been a long time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that... Uh, so I've already blocked out some time. We get the fucking new intro done this weekend. It's going to be good. Ah, good point. It's going to be good. Ah, doing, good. Doing that for 300. Yeah, I could do it before. I think I might just, just chamber that shit Yeah, up. just wait. <laughs> just, just, just chamber it. Make, it. make it special. Yeah. Make it special. Oh, oh it, that's, that's when the fucking prospect officially patches in, huh? Yeah, that. <laughs> he becomes part of the fucking intro. Yeah, it's the next E2E2. We got to have a boot party. And uh, 
you know, us original podcast members get to uh, invoke Prima Nocta, I think. Yep. Isn't that the rule? <laughs> that works. It's a, if you, if you look closely enough, it's it's in it's in the bylaws. It's there. You fucking. That's why I am always ever a guest. This is why you you never you should always read the iTunes library. <laughs> God, what happened? Did Kelly just blow up? Oh, no, I'm okay. Email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com. Or leave us a voicemail, 616-951-1POP. We'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, for Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, and uh, Gavin of the Gavin, we'll talk to you guys next week. We love you. Good night. Goodbye. I get to bustin' like I'm a 30-06 when I'm ripping the beat up, but then I heard he got pissed when I got up the top and they made him pretty hot. Cause he know when the tech and he needs a dirty chop. He's handled, Holmes, he is a handful. How in the hell he hovering, having hella go ham though. I said the seven Richie Havens will be the man, so we put it together thinking Eminem was a gamble. Guess not, cause he be the guest spot. Calico said what we doing, I said to him, let's chop. So now the people finally get three of the best lot. Never big another chop is coming, so let's rock, nigga. You're on. People got to wondering if it's a for sure song. Yes, I got another killer making the tour strong. If you're thinking about it, then you're gone. Nobody can catch a meter speedy gazalas. Beating the problem, and if you got the feet in your mouth, you gon' have to beat it about of them. There's a lot of them, and I mean a lot of them. And me and Nina used to follow them. I got a lot of body of Mrs. Hitman, the Hitman, the Hitman, karate him. And the fans will lift hands, we'll be dancing out of them. And the cans at the band, so we'll stand the pride of them. Who stands with two hands and move in the crowd of them? If I ain't making sense, if you did a sample, the amp, that be like a bass. It ain't never been a give them, and a heat them, I beat them, I burn them. They never heard of us, I'm looking, I'm turning up. I slap the shirt off, a super simple to make up, but impotent if it went up, we flip the niggas, be feminine. And so the purpose to pivot, pin the pin and reversing conditions, I'm living in, and do bigger numbers than Eminem. Gotta be faster, respect. I'm a nigga with half the cash. I'm a little sicker, quicker than your figure. I make a chipper bigger than the winner. If you have fast deliver, and I'ma eat your dinner. Better than mine, I don't know. I mean, I mean other guys. I jump around, so do that mean I'm rubberized? Me and I mask are bringing me murderized. We bleed on, beat on, to the big on, beat on. Speed on. If you wanna go with us, speed on. I'ma leave them in the dust. Speed on. I'ma speed them on the bus. Speed on. Let me just check to see if Stephanie Mills left any extra refills of ecstasy pills next to me in the seat still, or she eat them all with a breakfast drink. You inspect the sink? In the habit of grabbing a mic and bathroom, I'm adapting the mics, but I might just slide on my fucking writing tablet. But after the night, I'm grabbing it right from the medicine cabinet, cause that's what it's like, and attacking it like a dragon, a bike jack, packing a backpack when I write. Just sink a pin up inside, I win up inside, a finnick is with a cigarette lighter, figure to try to set a big in the fire that'll trigger the sprinkler system and not escape with the getaway driver, screwed up my limo collider with the Senate divider. I went through the window and ended up being pinned at the side of a semi fender beside a friend of the guys, white friend of the flight attendant from Idaho, the chuckle antenna in the vagina. pick up a pin, I'm venomous and I'm the stickers, dentists, the minutes like an evil dental. How genesis, sinister, you've been yelling to minutes. I invented this, I'm the genesis. I'm a nemesis, a nemesis to a feminist. Fucking smart, I look degenerate. I got Ellen DeGeneres trying to tell me these men are just full of jealousy. Give me a female independence. How would a clitoris this hit or miss? You will never consider this a bit of disappointment. I'll never fail to deliver this. Whatever the weather in this will be just like a certificate of authenticity. But I'm thinking about just trying to think of the quickest and sickest way to make them pick it up. Pick a day to be picked, then I'm picking the wicked shit to sight. Spit it back at a level, incredible, helpful, rebel, unforgettable. Better leave these beats are edible. I consider Lucy for festival. And I stalk my brain. You think you've got a way? Uh-uh, not today. Murder you on a song and then I just say, I was with Dr. Drake and Robert Blake eating lobster steak and coffee cake at a restaurant with Drake and Texas. Gotta make sure that our stories corroborate. I'm a lot to take, like Kanye walking up on the stage for Beyonce. Like it's my job to say that you're not a real artist, but it's my obligation. I'm a stay on his way. You are not. Okay.
ammunition you replenish the punishers If it's gun and your hundred words And a clip all that was motherfuckers better run If you're not looking to get run over by the program And no wonder no one don't wanna go and jump in front of a fucking runaway locomotive I get thrown up on him and just trying to fuck with the Speed up, if you wanna go with us Speed up, I'ma leave him in the dust Speed up, I'ma speed him when I bust Speed Final fight, I flip it on fraudulent fellas, fulfilling fright, I flick it on fire, finishing with a flow and fly, feminine fakers fall, I'm flogging a foe with a fight. Never forget it, I severed the head of a critic, it's better than did it. You're tripping to be a dead epidemic, a wet up a clinic, and make a bloody red up a cynic. Of an addict was having to get the lead up a cynic. Go! It's never the devil, I put up a fight up in the industry. Pedal the metal, we're giving a light, a lot of energy. We rep and be checking, heat that be cobra. If he's an evil enemy, it'll be over. Wanna get down in front of your town, you ever make in front of the clown, I'm gonna get down. We're doing it under the ground, a wonderful sound. If anybody come at the hound, I wanna be found. We'll never be chopping without slick. Rick, I got it from the record, lick the balls in this dick If you never listen to me, a musical misfit No, cause every time I be dropping, I get bit I'm hearing a lot of rappers, they trying to spit quick But the Middle West got them and we kill them in this bitch If you ain't in my circle of choppers, you missed it Cause me and my nigga twist the ruler and this it Speed up If you wanna go with us Speed up Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo!